ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the podcast with Jason and Mike. I'm Jason. I'm Mike. And we're coming to you from the Pud Cave, located here in Game Swap in beautiful, beautiful downtown Lincoln, in the great state of North Carolina. Mike, what's going on today, brother? What's going on, man? It's Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Sunday, man. Loving it, man. Sunday, Pud Day, brother. Uh, welcome to the Church of the Puds. <laughs> amen, brother. Hallelujah. Woo. And amen. And brother, yes. speaking of puds. Sit, sit back and you know, relax and drink the Kool-Aid. Oh, brother, we drinking coffee, Kool-Aid, cyanide, man, you name it. Brother, we got it this morning. <laughs> and brother, speaking of having things this morning, man, we got something extra special. A, a new... Uh, something brand new. Something new, man. Uh, we actually expanded a little bit, Mike. You know, mm-hmm. Pudville's getting bigger, brother. Yes, sir. And sometimes, you know, us puds, man, we... We ain't the brightest in the tree, man. We ain't the brightest bull, Mike. Well, we yes. just not, man. Uh, with <laughs> so much going on now, we have to have somebody to help. We need assistance. Absolutely, because we can't keep up with everything. Hell, I can't keep up with me, brother. Yeah. I mean, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know? I mean, man, we put, when we say we puds, brother, and, well, for one, people want to know what a pud is, well... You gotta get that hundred subscribers first. One hundred subscribers. Just Look, hit that button. Just hit the button. Hit the button. Hell, you ain't even gotta listen to us, man. <laughs> just no, hit the button. Just hit you, the button. Just tell your friends, man. If they do you a favor, tell them to damn subscribe to hey, the podcast. I know, I know there. I know there are over a hundred people listening. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, we'll get to that, brother. You're right. We know for a fact that at least a hundred people are listening. But let, let's get back to the original thing here, man. Our assistance, our help, if yes. you will. Man, we needed somebody in the pug cave, Mike. We just did, man. You know, we're trying to look up facts. We're trying to make notes. We're trying to keep ourselves straight. Man, we can't do it, bro. We needed help. Yeah. But, so what we did, man, what we did is we searched high and low for the perfect assistant, man, for the perfect person to bring into the pug cave. We searched Lincoln County. Nobody in the county, man. We we looked all over the city of Lincoln. Man, there just ain't nobody in the city. Bro, we went national. We went from sea to shining sea, man. We went from California, baby. We went to North Carolina. We couldn't find them. So finally, finally deep in the woods of Puttingham, England in the UK, we found the one and only, the only man who's capable of keeping us puds straight and help us puds out. And that is the one and only Sir Ian Pudsworth. We want to welcome Sir Ian Pudsworth here to the Pud Cave. Ian, or excuse me, Pudsworth. Thank you, sir. Thank you for being a part of this, and thank you for helping us out, bro. No problem, anytime. Hey, man, that's what I like to hear. And you know what? I want to also give a special shout-out to somebody else, Mike. I want to give a shout-out to the Reverend Doctor. Yes. Our guest from last week. Because, you know, Mike, you segue. Well, you didn't segue. We were about to segue into that 100 viewers. Brother, I just checked this morning on our YouTube channel. And that's kind of how we gauge how we, we get our listeners. We really haven't got the iTunes analysis yet. We're working on that. We're trying to get all that stuff lined up. But we kind of go by our views on our YouTube channel. As of this morning, one week, not even a week, man, technically right. not even yeah. a week, we have 100 views on last week's episode with the Reverend Doctor. And, man, that is Very a record. Very proud of that. Bro, that's a record. Right now it's our second highest watched video our, yes our first episode is the highest yes and it took months or a few months to get there right. and man we got to 100 views Very proud of that in less than a week and brother that's on the reverend doctor and, and that's on the puds too and, and the puds yeah. oh, absolutely man absolutely the nation is growing man they want to they want to hear what what's going on and brother we have, definitely with that one. Oh yeah man that and it is our most controversial episode yeah. i knew going into it that yeah. we were going to have some controversy uh, we we had some some a little bit of criticism right. from, from some yep. of our fans out there, but we uh, want that, and we do want we that. We want that feedback. God, we gotta have it, man. We want to know what you guys want to hear. But you know, Mike, to be honest, man, we had a lot of positive responses as well. Yeah, absolutely. And, and uh, 
brother, it just it, it was such an honor to have mm-hmm. someone with his credentials in this in, in yep. the Pud Cave, and uh, Doctor took Bench, it up a level. Oh, he did. Sure. Oh, absolutely, you know? man. Absolutely. You know, I always said with Wayne Sisk, shout out to Wayne Sisk. I always got to say when Wayne was in here, he took us up to a level. And now we had the Reverend Doctor in here and he took us yet to another level. Oh, man. And brother. Yeah. It was so much fun. It was a blast, it dude. Was. It was a blast, yeah. man. I've listened to that episode a few times. Yeah. And uh, once again, Doc, if you're out there listening, thank you. We're getting thank you back you. in here immediately, man, as soon as we humanly possibly can. We, we have some other things we have to do. And, you know, obviously there's only so many weeks, you know, that oh, we yeah. can do things. But, uh, Rev, you are definitely on the callback list, Absolutely. brother. And uh, we just want to thank you again for giving us that shot in the arm, man, and taking us to that level. Yes. And, and you know, besides that, we, you know, we've got so many other guests coming up, too, yes, as well. Yes. You know, it, it's going to be, it, from here on out, you know, up until the new year, man, we are. We are we're jamming. We're going. <laughs> we're jamming. Know, it is. is uh, <laughs> you know, it's can, awesome. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it really is, man. And, you know, Mike, just to kind of touch on that, bro, you know, we first started this thing. I didn't think anybody would want to be on here. You know, no, I didn't, yeah. man. We, we didn't know. We didn't no. know if anybody would want to be on here. We didn't know if anybody would listen. That was you a know? thing. I believe one of our first conversations, Mike, we were like, well, if we get 10 people, man, yeah. that's, that's a win. Yeah. Well, hell, we got 10 people in like the first hour on the right. first show. I'm like, yeah. Jesus, man. So thank you guys. I thank guess is what we're trying to say is just thank you guys for being supportive. I also want to give a, speaking of being supportive, I want to give a special shout out, Mike. This is something you don't know yet, man. I haven't talked uh-huh. to you about this yet, uh-huh. so you heard it here first on the podcast. Surprises. <laughs> I want to give a special shout out to my friend, Phil Velia. Yes. Phil's working. I'm not going to say what the project is, and we're going to keep that under wraps, mm-hmm. but he's been working on a project for us now. The man uh-huh. sent me a, a message last night. He's not done with it, but he was just like, man, I'm trying to get this thing done for you guys. I'm like, bro. You take your time on this thing. Wow. There's no deadlines in Pudville, man. Right, you know? yeah. Oh, yeah. We appreciate yeah. it. And Phil, if you're out there listening, man, thank you, brother, because you are one of the first ones. He was our first Twitter follower, man. Yes. Yeah, Phil was absolutely the first one on right. Twitter. He's been so supportive, and it's like I sent him a text today. I'm like, look, bro, you tell me when and where. You got three beers, a shot, and some food coming your way. I'm and, down for that. And yes, and Phil, thank you, brother, and thank everybody out there who's been supportive. Man. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, another person, Justin Fowler. Who, Dustin. Who, I mean, you know, he's always on that YouTube uh, yes. channel, you know. On it, man. Talking it up, you know, and always, you know, commenting on, on the post. Yes. You know, because he, he knows, you know, so much as well. Oh, you yeah, know, he's, man. He, he's really insightful. That's another guy we got to get in here. We just got to yeah. calm him down. That's one thing about <laughs> Dustin. <laughs> Because we come in here and say, hey, Dustin, shout out to Dustin Fowler, by the way. Yeah. But, man, if we sit Dustin in here and put him a hot mic in front of him, bro, he oh, will yeah. he'll melt gone. the barrel, brother. He's gone. But you know what, though, man? You know, I mean, not once again, not trying to get political or nothing, but 90% of the times I agree with Dustin, you know. Right. But uh, we try to keep politics out of Pudville. Yeah. We tried last week. Especially this week. This week has <laughs> been a heavy political oh, week. Oh, brother. But I, I have no idea. <laughs> but I want to shift the politics a little bit more wrestling politics oh yes sir and i got a chance to see this thing uh i'm almost positive you didn't the uh australian show the wwe one the oh, uh no. showdown and the super showdown in australia no i missed this one now you you popped up a meme a Shawn michaels meme oh, <laughs> about the carnival oh, yeah that's hilarious God. by the let way let me that tell you hilarious. what i just want to touch on that for a minute <laughs> I didn't, I didn't want to touch it. Because there is, there is a difference. Okay, if you've seen Shawn Michaels, you okay. You look at you look at a guy like Flair. Okay, you see Flair now. That's Ric Flair. Absolutely right. 
He's older. That's older. But it's it's flair. He's older. Right. You see Shawn Michaels now. Who? Who is that? <laughs> you want to ask him which way the tilt the world is. Whoa, easy. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there, and there. <laughs> you, see, you see where I'm, where I'm going? What? Excuse I, I, me, sir. <laughs> Damn it, Mike. He doesn't see it. <laughs> okay, man, we got to focus. <laughs> Over here, hey, eyes up here, Sean. Eyes up here, Sean. Oh, my God. <laughs> Him and Robert Gibson, bro. Okay, all right. All right oh, all right, okay. now, hey, I love, uh, I love, I love Ricky Drummond. <laughs> well, listen, man. <laughs> they, they got love on the squash this morning, bro. <laughs> now, I took him watch that match, the Triple H and uh, Taker match. Right. You ever seen the movie uh, Grumpy Old Man? I, it's been years. It's been years. <laughs> <We> yeah. <laughs> Damn it, Pudsworth. <laughs> you know, you've seen it. When they get in the fight. Who call it a fight? Okay, yeah. well, let's call it a fight. Right. Sure. <laughs> Why so, not? Why? Yeah. yeah. This is a... Uh, I I compare it to that movie. Uh, you know, the old-timers going at it, you know? Why? I have no idea. Right. It's just, I guess, man, or, I guess it's just the, the star power. It you, is. You, you yeah, know, it's uh, the name, it, man. It, it it's all recognition. comes down to it. Listen, yeah. I, I get it. I get it. I do. These are legends, man. I, I mean, do. they are. I get it. Um, yeah. Um, <laughs> the grumpy old man fight, you know. Really, both these guys. I mean, it's just one last time. Of course, you know, the time before that was supposed to be the last time, the end of an era. Right, right. Which was an incredible match. Oh, it was, yes. Yeah. It really was, man. Yes. So, you know, you dusted off and pull out a match that's not so great. That, and that's the thing, you know, and, and you see that, well, a but lot here, of the guys, you and, know. But here you go. At the end of the match. You know, they do the the hand raise, they do the hug outs, they sure. do the curtain call. Again. 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 Uh, Taker and Kane and turn on Triple H and Shawn Michaels. Again. Right, again, right. Uh, which sets us up for the uh, Saudi Arabia show, the tag team match coming up. Right, right. Hmm. Now, let me ask you about the Saudi Arabia show, Mike. Uh, yes, do you, sir. Do, do you think that they'll allow their women in this one, or do uh, you think they're just going to get another pay-per-view? As far as I know. <laughs> and you know I talked to you about this. Oh, I yeah. talked to you about this. If you want a re women's revolution, you would have had every, every single woman quit the company. Thank you. At that time, absolutely. After they could not wrestle in Saudi Arabia, in Saudi Arabia, and, no, and and instead of giving them that kind of respect, man, they throw them a bone and give them a pay per view. That's what it is, man. That's absolutely I, what it is. You know, and Saudi money is too good to absolutely turn that down. So, I, I, and you know, it is what it is, man. But and and I think it's great that the women do get a chance to be spotlighted and shine, but. I just hate that it's under these circumstances. Yeah. I think it would be a lot better if it's like, you guys deserve this, so we're going to do this other than, well, we feel bad because we can't let you work exactly. in the Saudi Arabia shows. It is what it is, man, and that's our opinion. Maybe we're wrong, man. Hey, wow, maybe there's hey. something going well, on we don't know. But we, we sound a little progressive. Uh, yeah, we, can't <laughs> have, we don't want what that shit. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> we, we can't have that shit, man. No, <laughs> call it what it is, man. You know, It is what don't, it is. Don't hide it. Don't, don't try to. Or put sugar on <laughs> it or, or, or call it something else. You know, it's very important pay-per-view. You, you know, working us? Let me, working us? 
this is what kills me, man. When I hear people and I hear the WWE and I hear other people say, this is a very important pay-per-view. And I'm like, no, what's important is treating all your employees with respect and decency. And not letting a, a Saudi Arabian government tell these people they can't perform. All right. All right. Anyway, man. It would have been a, a much more important um, pay-per-view before that. Amen, brother. Amen, brother. You're damn right. You know? If it wouldn't have been because, and, and anybody, man, with any self awareness should know that's exactly what it is. Right. But, but hey, we'll, we'll get off our damn soapboxes, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, well, let me ask you, Mike, did you hear that Crazy Todd has got a new buggy? Yes. <laughs> Thank God, man. Yes. That video actually started going somewhat viral. <laughs> yeah. it, it really did, man. And I mean, you know, because I know we, we talked about it last week, but, you know, since we had the Reverend here, we didn't get to dive right, right. as deep yeah. into that. As, well, un- unfortunately, you know, but, uh, Todd's buggy took a dive. It did. You know, dive into the goddamn gar- garbage truck. Yeah. But uh, hopefully, man, you know, that'll be made right. And it looks like he does have a new buggy, thank God. He may yeah. have a fleet of those He things. could. He very well could. <laughs> he, he could have been preparing. Yeah, oh, yeah. Preparing for this day. <laughs> he he known it all along, when, man. When the man was going to get his car. <laughs> <laughs> but I tell you what, Mike, I want to, um, before we start getting into today's subject matter, dude, I want to give a couple more shout outs to some people, man. Yeah. I, I know that we, uh, you know, we talked about Phil and we talked about, um, some of these other guys, obviously the Reverend who was in here, but I want to talk a little bit about our friend from way back when, man, Papa Jack, you know what I'm talking yes, about? When sir. I talk about Papa Jack, yes, I'm talking sir. about the one and only Mike Sherrill, Mr. Mike Sherrill. My opinion, man, the greatest drummer to ever come out of Lincoln County, and that includes Mike Payne. I'm uh, just saying. I don't know about that, but... <laughs> <laughs> but uh man he's been he's been just god he's really been putting us over on his show yes. man uh p rich nation wtau they do such great music it's all independent artists right and it's like a radio show but it's all independent stuff you're not going to hear on regular radio yeah and mike brother there's some gems in there now there's some oh, songs right. i was like eh but man there was some i'm like jesus this is good stuff yeah so papa jack brother we appreciate it man thank I you i love that old school feel he's a radio station you know i do too man yeah He's got a he's got a knack for it, brother. That's that, not formatted. No, no, he you just know. he calls it in the ring. That's right, and that's the way, like we do. Yeah, and man, it, it is. Now I have to admit, Mike, I, I listened to him a few years ago. I kind of got out of it when we got back in touch, and we started kind of you know helping promote each other a little bit. I was like, man, I need to sit down, mm-hmm. dude. Last Saturday, I sat oh, down yeah. listening to three shows just back to back. It was so good. Yeah, like I said, there's some songs I was like, eh, <coughs> not into that much, but there was many, many more songs that I was just like, oh, holy sure. shit, this yeah. is good music. Yeah. Um, and one other person, man, I want to give a shout out to. Well, not actually a person, but uh, a podcast I want to give a shout out to is our friends over at Sweet Feathery Jesus. Yes, sir. Man, these guys over at Sweet Feathery Jesus have been super cool. And uh, a friend of mine, Jeff Blackwell, he's also known as Bosco. Bosco? I believe I'm saying that correctly. Bosco? Yeah. G- uh, yeah. Bosco, yeah. yeah. Man, I mean, it spells a little weird in, right. or different than it sounds. Spells a little, a little weirdly than it sounds. So, E-Man's going to beat the shit out of me for saying well, yeah. that. But, uh, which brings me to what I was wanting to talk a little bit about, Mike. Uh, is He goes by that on Sweet Feather Jesus, but to me and you. Oh, yeah. He's always going to be E-Man. E-Man. I mean, you know, dude, in fact, when I heard that he wasn't using E-Man, I'm like, why not, man? That's your name, dude. Yep. Because I, I just want to take a, a little time, man, and we're going to get on today's subject matter, I swear to God, but I just want to take a moment just to talk a little bit about E-Man and my first meeting with E-Man and how E-Man became E-Man. So, Mike, I guess to do that, I actually have to take it back to my first day at Gaston College, back in the year of our Lord, 1996. 19, 1, Holy moly. No, 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 man. Whoa, whoa, whoa. It was more like 94 when I started. I, I take that back, man. It was 1994. So, Mike, let me tell you, man, when I pulled into the parking lot 
I'm gassing in college for my first time to take my first radio broadcasting class. You know me, bro. I'm always the first one there, man. I'm, I'm one of those people. Punctuality is a big deal to me. I like to be early. There was one truck in the parking lot when I got there. And I, you know me, I like to be the first. I was like, okay, well, somebody beat me here. And I was like, I'm going to like this person, Mike. And you know why I said that? Because they had a bumper sticker on their truck that said, Rush is right. <laughs> and I'm like, and I'm thinking to myself, you're damn right, man. Tom Sawyer? <laughs> Limelight? Hell yeah, man. Fucking Red Barchetta. I love Rush, dude. Hell yes, man. Hell to the fucking yeah, man. So uh, I walk into my class, and I met the owner of said truck. Uh Now this guy, man. Now my first first reaction to email is like, oh, man, we ain't going to get along. Because this man is wearing a straight up suit. Not a suit, man, but he had a button-up shirt and a tie. Yes. My man looked like Alex Keaton on Family Ties, bro. And I come to find out that he was talking about Rush, the band. Nope, nope. He was talking about some dude called Rush Limbaugh. Yes, I never sir. even heard of. <laughs> and my, he was right. And he was he right. Was far right. <laughs> Very far right, yeah. bro. I had no idea. Yeah. So, man, this guy, he, he's got on a suit. All right, like I said, it's not a suit, but he's got a button-up shirt. He's got a tie on me. He's got slacks. You know, he's wearing the nice dress shoes. You know, I'm, I'm wearing what I'm wearing now, brother, in the studio. I got a black T-shirt. Yep. You know, I got my jeans. And I'm like, man, I don't know if I'm going to like this guy. I mean, I'm not going to lie. That was my first thought. I was, right. like, I was like, man, this guy looked like he might be a little uptight. He kind of was. Uh-huh. He kind of was. Yeah. But, man, he turned around and started talking to me. We we're the first two in class. And, man, immediately I'm like, I like this guy. Yeah. He's cool. We, we have a different, you know, different appearances, maybe a little different outlooks on life, yeah. you know. But, man, this guy, just, just to break it down, E-Man was a stone-cold conservative. Yes. He, he looked like, man, he looked like a Jehovah's Witness or some right. shit, man. I mean, he just... Well, he was more, you know, just that straight lace. Yes. Just, really... Kind of square. Kind of well, square, you know. Well, I don't know if I, I go square. Because oh, that I would, would. That would come right later. <laughs> because our group was so eclectic. It was. That it was like you... You know, and you were just, you know, that, that long that hair, long hair, you know, t-shirt, jeans, everything. And, you know, Chris, uh, Chris was just like, you know, whatever. Preppy. Yeah. Preppy. Uh, know. Josh was looked preppy. like he came out of Banana Republic. <laughs> yeah, he did. Yeah, he seriously did. Yeah. yeah. Um, you, you were kind of like me, man, but you had more of a goth thing going yeah. on. Like two dogs. Those dogs. Yeah. Dogs had that goth kind of yeah. thing going on where I was more of the stoner slash metalhead right you know you were more yeah. of a goth metalhead yeah and, and then you had chris baker baker and he was a metalhead yeah metalhead you know and uh and then you had e-man because baker would always wear his trench coat too yes that's yeah. right that's right yeah. and and then you had e-man who yeah. looked like he was going to court sure. either to so be it was this <laughs> motley crew of just Every everybody different every, personalities, yeah. man. And JJ, you got you got to throw JJ. Well, JJ, in JJ, JJ yeah. was kind of like Dolph's, kind of had yeah. that goth, you know, industrial thing going on. But man, of all the people that kind of stuck out would probably be Jeff yeah. or E yeah. Man because oh, yeah. because of the, um, you know, like I said, I, I use the term square and, right. and I'll stick with it. But brother, somewhere overnight, I mean, bro, just one day he came in wearing a black T-shirt, jeans, right? Pretty much lost his religion. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, turned me on to Bill Hicks. Yeah. E-Man right. turned me on to Bill Hicks. Yeah. Due to this day, he will always forever be special to me for no other reason than that alone. But, right. man, there were so many other reasons why E-Man yeah. will always be a part of my life. But the reason we started calling him E-Man, because <laughs> before he got cool, 
Well, I shouldn't say. Let me let me rephrase that, man. <laughs> he was cool from day one, man. But before he kind of changed his style up, right, let's right. put it like that. Found himself. He found himself, yeah. brother. And uh, and right before this happened, we had a we were working at Gaston College Radio. You know, that's where we were going to school for broadcast. So we were working actually in the station. And there was this old uh, group, funk group, called the Jimmy Caster Bunch. And this group is off the chain, man. I've actually went back and listened to them in my adult life. And this band was on fucking point, bro. They're fire. They're a great funk band. But the 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 cover of this uh, album, and, and Jimmy Caster was a black man. Mm-hmm. So it showed him on the cover. And this guy is from the 70s, so he had a big afro. And he's wearing all leather. He's in front of this bike. Cool ass shit, man. Huh. And the name of the album was E-Man Groovin'. Okay. That was the name of the okay. band, or excuse me, the name of the album and name of the hit single that came off it was E-Man Groovin'. And once again, man, the song is fire. Right. Why somebody hasn't sampled this song in a, in a hip-hop track or something is beyond me because it's fire. Yeah. So we started picking on E-Man because E-Man was white bread as hell. Uh-huh. You know, he wore the damn, you know, the buttons up and the ties. Oh, yeah. And then we had, you know, <laughs> E-Man Groovin' on this album cover, who was this complete opposite, man. You know, black man, big afro, all leather, standing in front of my cool as shit. Yeah. So we started picking on him and kind of uh, ribbing him and calling him E-Man. Right. And it stuck. And it just stuck. But, man, E-Man went from this this kind of, like I said, kind of squared up, you know, conservative, ultra-conservative, to cool as shit. So cool, in fact, Mike. So cool that E-Man has been, was actually the guitarist and the only band that I've ever played in front of people with. Okay. Me, Christo, David Hayes. And E-Man formed the group, right. the Ham Bones, yeah. and we performed. And it's the only time I've performed in front of people. And E-Man not only was a guitarist, but also played the harmonica and played the shit well. And that was at? At the Gaston College Dance-a-thon. Dance-a-thon. What? What? Dance-a-thon. There you Jesus, go. Jesus, man. Boy, maybe I ought to do a, be more of a newspaper writer <laughs> than a podcaster. You get some subtitles on that. <laughs> Easy for Pudsworth. me to say. Pudsworth, can you get us some subtitles? <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but, man, I just want to take a, a just a brief moment, man, just to kind of say why E-Man will always be E-Man yeah. to me. And just, once again, Sweet Feather Jesus, I want to thank you guys for putting us over. And E-Man, you also uh, really gave me a treasure this week that I'm not going to talk about right now. Let's just say that you brought something to my attention that I haven't heard or saw or thought about in about two decades. Right. We'll get to that, man. As well, for later on. <laughs> since you're you're talking about Boy Scouts, <laughs> former Boy Scouts, there is one more spot I want to hit on this Australian Super Show. Oh yeah, man! I'm sorry, dude. I kind of no, got no, off subject good. on that. My fault. Yeah. Um. I, well, I got off on my <laughs> Shawn Michaels Carney. <laughs> then we started bitching about the chicks, you know. <laughs> but okay. Uh. So Cena makes it back. Um. The, the face that runs the place, or as he's referred to now, is the face that left the place. Right. Um, made his deal back in uh, Australia in a tag match oh, Jesus with Christ. him and Bobby Lashley. Which, oh, boy, I love me some Bobby Lashley. I hear nah. he got a lot of charisma. <laughs> <laughs> I saw the shit where he fucked up the vocals, man, to something. Wasn't he singing a song with somebody, man, and he like couldn't remember the lyrics? It's, it's almost like he forgot the lyrics to the national anthem. Hmm. Hmm. Anyway, hmm. <laughs> so he's happened. teaming up with Lashley against uh, Kevin Owens. Well, Kevin Owens. Hey, man, I actually hear he's uh, going to be working every independent show this weekend. Hey. I saw him on all the posters. I, I sorry, wouldn't. Sorry. I wouldn't blame him after this one. Oh boy. <laughs> and uh, 
he's tagging up with uh, Elias. I don't know if you've seen Elias. I have. I, I have. love me some Elias. I hear he's really great, man. Uh, everybody puts him over, dude. He's yeah. got to be the shit. He's got to be. So, all right. So, John's coming in here. And he's he's got his hair back. Uh, You know, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure that hair was fading. Right, right. To begin with. Right on. You know, he, he was he was missing some hair. Yeah, yeah, you know, it happened, yeah. So I don't know how you magically get hair back. Ah. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you just have to take some time off or, or what, but damn, I'm going to have to hair try. Plugs. I'm going to have to try. I'm going to have to try whatever he's on. Like, let me know how it works, brother, because, you know, I'm getting a little thin up over the <laughs> man. <laughs> yeah. So John, you know, he, he does his deal, you know, it's John, big match John. Right. And I'm trying to pull this clip up to where he, he breaks out this new move. Right. Yeah, now this is new to me, man. I haven't seen any of this or a brand new move from John Cena. It's called the sixth move of doom. Six move of uh, six sixth move of doom, okay. Move of doom. Implying right. there are five more moves of doom before oh, Jesus. that. <laughs> All right. All and right, so I'm watching this live. Uh, this is the first time I'm seeing this. Okay. Now, John Cena. Now, he uh, appears to go Super Saiyan right here. Yeah, yeah. He's, uh, he's if wearing... If you're familiar with Dragon Ball Z, he's just <laughs> just going full Super Saiyan. Right. I mean, you, know, I mean you, you know enough Dragon Ball Z, Pudsworth. Yeah, it's, he's like, oh. Yeah, <laughs> exactly what he... What he just said right there is exactly what John Cena <laughs> said. And he comes in with a... It looked like a... What was that? It what? was a backhand. Oh, he won like that? Yes, sir. <laughs> Man. Would you, like, would you like to see that again? No, but I want to. <laughs> I mean, I, mean, right, I don't, what, but I need to. Because I, it only lasts you know, about five seconds. Dude, that's the most whack shit I've seen. <laughs> What the fuck, man? See, this is why I can't watch shit like All In and then watch this bullshit, dude. See, and and I'm a person that that has 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 really come up, you know, and stepped up for John Cena. Oh, I said, love Cena. You know, up to now. Okay, well, you know, and I love the person outside of of John oh, Cena yeah. and Absolutely. what he does. Absolutely. But this, I mean, that's whack as fuck, is what that is, let, dude. Let's, let's see that again. That's wackadacious. I mean, Super Saiyan. So yeah, he, he's doing the Z-ball thing, and then and he, dude, it's like a flying burrito without the flying. <laughs> That's what it is, dude. It's a backhand. That motherfucker did a standing burrito and won. Now this is the same group of motherfuckers that'll put somebody in a goddamn pile driver twelve times in a fucking row, and he just won. Excuse my language, people. But then he, he went. Okay, this is why I don't watch current product, man. This is why. This is why. Okay. But can you blame it on on the current product? Uh, uh, ah, you know what? You know what this? That, but that is current product. That that's that is it. And this is gonna. That's and, it. And, and, and oh, this is what shit. I. You know, as soon as I saw this this damn thing, I I immediately got a flashback of WWF. At this time, they had the talent. Yeah. They yeah. had the talent. They did not know what to do. To with do with them. it, man. They did not know how to use it, how to write it out, and guess what? that time, WCW Damn near put them out of business, snuck man. in there and almost put them Straight completely up. out. If there was a company that that could take and Amen. sneak in there. Amen. 
And hey, man, don't put these these motherfuckers that did all in, man. Don't I damn discount these no, people, bro? I won't. That shit after watching what I watched a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Compared to this whack ass bullshit that you just showed well, me, yeah. man, it, it kind of makes you a little mad, don't it? I yeah. mean, I'm over here like, getting a little pissed off, man. So. You know, fuck the WWE if they can't do any better than that. And I'm going to tell you where I think they really... And I know we're going to do new school versus old school mm-hmm. one day, man. Uh, but I think where they fuck up more than anything... Well, for one, letting bullshit like that happen. But another thing, man, is they got to script out every fucking interview, dude. If these motherfuckers were actors, they would be in Hollywood, man. John Cena is just now starting to get into Hollywood. This takes know? me back to to that main event. Uh, Triple H and Undertaker. Right. And putting them, yeah, it's a big name. It's a big oh, draw. Yeah, sure. But the fact that they did that, they don't have enough There's no star faith in, in, their, their, new... in, in their guys, in their current yes, guys, sir. in their product. Amen. Amen. They're not making stars. No. They're relying on people from fucking 30 years ago, man, right. is what they're doing. Man, yeah. There's no more star power because they don't let them be stars. Right. Well, let's hire a bunch of soap opera writers. Bro, I actually saw a job description for a WWE writer years ago, and it really said prereq was soap opera writer. Yeah. There you go. Just because wrestling's always been considered a quote-unquote soap opera for men doesn't mean it's a fucking soap opera for women, right. man. And they're getting... Well, I hate to use that, you know, those yeah. terminologies, man. Obviously, you know... Because soap not just are, are pretty much dead. Dead. Man. Yeah, exactly. And that's why, because the writing fucking sucks. And now you're trying to put it on WWE. Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> I'm getting on my soapbox. Scary wrestlers, brother. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that shit's had, scary. This shit's had, right here scary. We had, yeah, we had a topic for the show today. Yeah, yeah. Like, Dude, we ought to just I promise it wasn't. I promise I didn't come in here with the intention of talking about this damn Bullshit. Australian pay per view the whole time. And maybe we will one day. Do we? But. I just wanted to pick apart these spots. Dude, maybe we ought to call this podcast Pissed Off Puds Week 12 or some shit, man, or Week 16. Yeah. Puds Down Under. Puds Down Under, mate. <laughs> Which is why we got Surrey and Pudsworth let with t- us. Let me tell you what. I'll tell you what's down under. <laughs> this match was down under my balls. <laughs> that finishing move was definitely for Munga. Uh, <laughs> Munga uh, these nuts, but... <laughs> Alright, scary wrestlers, my friend. Ooh, let's cool it down for a minute. <laughs> let's calm down. Uh, <laughs> me, me and Mike just popped a goodie powder for this one for two, uh, man. That might have a little bit to do with it. Might. I'm, I'm a little cracked out on the goodies. but <laughs> Scary wrestlers, brother. I think, yes. man, let's let's break into today's topic matter. Or subject matter, bro. Yes. It's October. <laughs> Yay, man. Halloween season's kicking off. Yeah. One, I, I know this is probably your favorite time of year, it man. It is. This is my and this second stretch favorite. from here to Christmas. See, I'm a Christmas guy. Yeah. That, that's my favorite. I love Christmas, man. But yeah. you're right. This really does kick off the holiday season. Yeah. And it starts out with my second favorite holiday being Halloween. Right. You know, I love Christmas. That's my number one. Halloween's right up there, man. Close number two. I don't think anybody should take away anything from Thanksgiving either, because. Oh, except for me taking away tw- 20, 25 pounds after I eat. Goddamn. Damn. Day dedicated <laughs> to just eating. And Starcade. I'm good. Oh, me too, brother. Yeah, that's. And that's always Starcade day to me, man. I'll yeah, still oh, yeah. go. Well, I'm yeah. sure we'll get some Starcade stuff in, yes, in sir. This, you know, next month for sure. But uh, to me, I always considered Thanksgiving to be a wrestling holiday, and I still yep. watch those tapes on on Thanksgiving. Everybody watches the football games. I watch Starcade. Yep. You know. Yep. Um, but no, nah, man, we can't take it nothing away. But there's something about Christmas to me. You know, it's just so festive, and the yeah. lights and oh, yeah. Santa yeah. and the elves. You know, shit like that, man. I just, I just love it. And 
and Halloween too, man. You know, it's like it's like we start right. out with like the the scary stuff, yep. the the evil stuff, the horror stuff, and we end it with like elves and you know flying reindeer. I, I just love it, man. It's, it's just a weird culture. Yeah, we are. We, we're we are. very eclectic, man. We're we're a mixed bunch yeah. here, and I love that, and I love that about America. You know, so bro. Scary wrestlers. Yes. Scary wrestlers, oh, all man. Right. All right. Where do we, uh, once again, man, we're calling. Where do you start with this? I mean, where do you start? I mean. Jesus, man. There's been so many different, like, I would say, like, scary wrestlers. And, and this covers a, a broad area. Oh, yeah. To where just somebody is mean. Right. Or somebody is, is um, nasty. Right. Or just a flat-out monster. Right. Or, or is it a gimmick? A gimmick. You know what I mean? Are we talking Ole Anderson? Ole Anderson means Was scary as fuck. scary, dude. Or are we talking, you know, Papa Shango, who also... Scary. Scary as fuck. Yeah. You know, two completely different matters here, though, yes, man. Sir. Now, the person playing Papa Shango, the, the Godfather, I forget his real name, man. Hey, Puzzworth, look that up for us, bro. Yeah. Hey, man, that's why we got Puzzworth oh, yeah, in the man, house. He, he, was, he was coming with stuff. Huh? Right, right. And then he became obviously the Godfather. Yes, you know he's scary in real life, man. I mean that. I mean he's like a shoot fighter. Dude. Oh yeah. You know the yeah. the, the ultimate yeah. fighter was actually close to his real, you know, real life. He had the hookup too. Oh hell yeah, man! The hoe train was in the house. <laughs> What's Charles his name? Wright. Charles Wright. Thank Charles you, Puzzworth. Wright. Thank you, sir. Oh, hell, I knew we made the right choice. God damn it! Puzzle <laughs> in the house. <laughs> But uh, Charles Wright, man, is a scary individual, I think, on his own. Yeah. But Papa Shango, to me, Mike, in fact, he's actually going to be on our artwork this week for the yes. show. And I mean, because I thought that, that, dude, that one stuck out, bro. I was like, that was That was, was a fantastic time for WWE to have those scary characters. Oh, yeah. Absolutely, man. He had to take her. Oh, who was going to absolutely going to be just, yeah, king. But he had so many levels of scary that we're going to have to come back to take her. break him down, yeah. man. Yeah. But but Papa Shango at that time. Oh. See, because to me, you know, I, oh gosh, I, I'm still young. Right. But I got We it. were older at yeah. this time. We knew he wasn't yeah. a real right. voodoo, voodoo doctor, yeah. a witch but, doctor. But voodoo was still scary. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. And the way he put it over was scared the way his body yeah. movements were and the way he would like shake uh, yeah man that uh, shit was uh, like oh uh, yeah uh, <laughs> like definitely old enough to know it's a, uh, a work but still like oh shit man I'd watched, I'd watched uh, um, what was the movie um, damn it Serpent and Rainbow oh great movie man yeah great movie and it was fresh off of that still you know, <laughs> god you know, so that, that shit was fucking oh god oh, <laughs> that shit was creepy as yeah. hell man that yeah. movie's great yeah so when he makes the the ultimate warrior throw up, man, or, throw when up or when he bled, or when he bled the black, black <laughs> bled the black blood, yes. man, you know, out of his head. That shit was, and, and you know, man, what I loved about that angle is the ultimate warrior was unstoppable oh, at yeah. this point. No, no yeah. regular person can no. beat him. In other words, Mike, the only thing that can beat the ultimate warrior was black magic. Yeah, it was voodoo, man. Yeah. That was the only thing. That, and and obviously, we knew it's a work. We knew oh, it wasn't right. real. But it was still, you had that suspension of disbelief yes. when it was going on. It was like, oh, oh yes. shit. Yeah, it, How the yeah. fuck did he get that smoke to come out of the skull? skull yeah. <laughs> or where did the blood just, come from, man? Oh man, you know, it's but, just, it's just those, those it things, great. those little things that make it great. <laughs> but great, man. And I yeah. swear, when he threw up, when he made ultimate warrior puke. I remember laughing. 
but it was like I say, man. It was I wasn't laughing because it was hokey. I was laughing because it was entertaining, yes. man. And it, and it put the angle over. Yeah. I mean, you really thought Papa Shango was going to be able to defeat the yeah. Ultimate Warrior with the use of voodoo. He's going to make him die. Die for real, yeah, yeah. man. And uh, it worked so well. It worked, so, but it was. I could. I just uh, wonder why he didn't like have a voodoo doll with him oh, and, and put pins in his shoulder. Dude. So he could keep him down on the mat. Oh, that would have been awesome, man. And you know what they could have used? They could have used the, the, the action figure. You know, the one yeah. you could buy, man. Yeah. I mean, hell, I'd have sold that son of a bitch. Or, or the stuff one. The oh, stuff. fuck yeah, yeah, the, yeah buddy. the buddy. The buddy. The wrestling buddies. Wrestling buddies. Yeah. Oh, man, that'd be dope, yeah. bro. That'd be dope. I'd be buying. <laughs> yeah, put pins in it. Yeah. <laughs> Pin that motherfucker down to the floor. <laughs> yeah. One, two, three. Done and done, done. man. Done. But, you know, I wonder, Mike, if you were a kid, like, you know, when we first started watching wrestling, let's say you're eight, nine years old. I wonder what an eight or nine-year-old would have thought about Papa Shango at that time. It would have probably scared, scared the shit out of, scared the shit out of you, man. You would see some of the, like, the reaction shots that they would get on oh, the shows. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Dude, you're... Now, sometimes, you know, especially with certain characters, <laughs> like Papa Shango or somebody, uh, other uh, kind of uh, heel, you know, that was just really mean, nasty, a monster you would see some of the crowd reactions from the kids crying yes man it yes. was like oh you know that's that's where you know they got them you yeah know? And, man it's hard to see the kids cry but <laughs> at the same time it's like hey it puts know? it over yeah it put it over yeah. so well man yeah. and the thing with papa shango and those reactions is, is not only was it fear but it was like shock yeah and it was awe. Yeah. i mean it really was like yeah. these people's eyes would be wide ass open yep. man um but yeah dude i mean papa shango's one Hey, man, we got to talk about the brood a little bit. Oh, the brood. The brood were great. Yeah, I love the brood um, uh, when they first came out. Um, God. Um, Gang, well, it was Gangrel. Gangrel. Christian and Christian Edge. Christian and Edge. Yes, man. What, to my, well, to, to this day, the one thing that really sticks out with the brood for me, well, other than the music, man, the music was. That was great. To, maybe some of the best intro music of all time. I think it's probably the best custom intro music of all time. Really, man. Yes. I mean, if it's not, it's it's high up there, bro. Is but, that was that a? Uh, oh God, what's his name? Um, who did the music Jeff, for? Uh, is it Jeff Johns? Something like that. Jeff Jones. Jones. Jeff Jones. Is it Jeff Jones. Look at up. Did the? It was doing a lot of the music for WWF at that time. Yes. I, pro- I think it was, man, if I'm not mistaken. We'll, we'll get I don't think it was Michael though. Hayes. I hope it wasn't. <laughs> Even though, hey, I love Bastery, hey, man. Came, hey, Bastery yeah. was the shit, dude. But you know, he my, came in with that feud around that time, I believe. If it might have been. Mistaken, when he was with the Hardys. The Hardy Boys. It could have yeah. been around about could've then, been. man. But, but, no, it was great because, you know, here you had these vampires. And vampires were, were pretty hot at that time. We're not talking about, like, you know, oh, yeah. um, the what what's the... Uh, Vampire series that came along in the past ten years. Uh, oh, Twilight. Twilight. Yeah, oh, these Jesus weren't Twilight. Christ, yeah, man. these weren't Twilight vampires. Dude, let me tell you, Jim Johnson. Okay, let me tell you a little bit about Twilight, man. Just a slight side note. I didn't know what Twilight was, so I was looking up trying to find a movie to watch one night, and I was in the mood to watch a vampire movie. So uh-huh. I was like, "Oh man, Twilight." <clears throat> Excuse me. I've never heard of it. I'll check it out. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ, Mike Payne, bro. That was 20 minutes of my fucking life I'll never get back. That shit sucked so hard, man. This <laughs> you stop after 20 minutes? About 20 minutes then. Okay. Yeah, I made it 20. So, yeah. Okay, that's great. So so you actually... He glittered. <laughs> you learn your you learn your lesson from us watching a two and a half hour goddamn Brother of the Wolf, Brotherhood of the Wolf movie. 
is a French fucking movie. You remember that movie? It sounds familiar, man. Yeah, we sat two and a half hours through that movie expecting it, a goddamn werewolf. And it never happened. Never, never happened. happened. No, I learned my lesson, son, man. Oh, hell. <laughs> oh, when that little motherfucker started sparkling, I said, like, see you. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but you're right, Mike. When, when, the, when Gangrel and the Brood were out, man, vampires were hot. Dude. Yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, like yeah. real vampires. Yeah. Like real honest to God shit, you yeah. know. Well, I don't know about real what vampires, about, but. You know. <laughs> Because at that with time, a capital V. Because at that time there were you know a lot of you know pretend vampires running around in Charlotte. <laughs> <laughs> we ain't we ain't gonna put nobody on blast on that. You know? Nah, nah, nah not this okay. week, not this week. Because Vampire Masquerade was huge it at was that big. time. It was, it, was, big. it was a huge live action role playing. And we did know people that were involved. We knew a lot of people heavily, that were involved. Heavily involved. Yes, sir. They were werewolves too. Gay. <laughs> <laughs> They really sucked. <laughs> Get it? Sucked. Yeah. Vampires. Ah. Anyway, man. All right. But, but the brood was the shit, man. All right. And you know, Mike, the one thing that I remember from the brood more than anything, we we discussed it when we brought up the late great Ray trailer, is when they hung the big boss man. Yeah. And when they joined the ministry. Right. That was cool shit. Ministry. Man. Oh, bro. There's another one. Once again, we brought up the Undertaker a little bit ago, and we could probably do a show on the. In fact, one day we may do a show strictly on the Undertaker. In my opinion, Mike, that era of The Undertaker was his scariest. Yes. When he crucified, sure. yeah. when he was crucifying people like Stone Cold, yeah. bro, that was heavy. But go, oh, let's go back to the brood for a second. Yeah. Okay. Remember the bloodbaths? Yes. That was innovative. Man. Yes. That was creepy. Yes. I mean, once again, we were older. Yeah. So, you know, we weren't all like, oh my God, but can you imagine a kid? <laughs> Just getting drowned in carried, blood, man. Carried. Carried out, dude. Yeah. It was so awesome. Yep. Once again, man, it's those kind of angles that really just pulled you into yep. it. And, you know, Mike, you were just talking earlier about current product, how they don't know how to use their talent. They don't know what to do with them, which is such a complete and total, I don't know, man, departure from what they were doing in that period, man. Yeah. They knew exactly oh, yeah. what to do with Game Yeah. They knew exactly what to do with Christian yes. Edge. I mean, man. Yeah. That's they why. were on it. Oh, they were on it, man. Yeah. They were on point with that shit. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, man, that those bloodbaths were great. Oh man, oh. yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, those were those were a lot of fun. Hey, Mike, let me ask you about this wrestler. Okay. About the missing link. Missing link? I did not even. You know, I, I tried to make a make a uh, a list of everything. I miss. I miss. You missed the missing link. The missing link. <laughs> That's ironic, man. Uh, he was scary as hell, man. I didn't think he was that scary. Really, really. I, I was I, a pussy when I was a kid. <laughs> I mean, no, there was a lot of wrestlers that scared me. He was one for some reason that just didn't get me. Really, he he always got me a little bit, yeah. man. I don't know I, why. I saw him. It was weird in Link's matches because he he looked like he he was beating himself up more than he was <laughs> uh, beating yeah. up as a yeah. damn opponent. <laughs> True that, man. Because he that. just ran himself into turnbuckles and and all kinds of you know wood shit and just. <laughs> But see, that's this, what scared this, me. I was like, man, this guy's nuts. This damn idiot's just beating the hell out of himself. And see, I'm over here like, he's just crazy, man. Yeah. Look at yeah. him. I mean, yeah. look at the guy. But uh, I always liked him, man. I always considered him to be somewhat scary as a kid. Yeah. Um, about, uh, let's see. Oh, man, I just had somebody on, on my mind, and it just slipped my mind. What about you, Mike? Who, who's some others you got, brother? Well, the one I always think of, that, that uh, when you say scary wrestler, <laughs> I always think Abdul the Butcher. Got to, man. Got to. Abdullah Got the to. freaking butcher, dude. Got to. Absolutely. That damn scary. And, and let's just nothing, call... nothing but scary. It, it, 100%, man. And, and we're actually going to touch on this a little bit more after the break. 
But we got to discuss. I mean, once again, this will come back up. We got a little surprise. Another surprise for you guys out there in Fudville. We'll, we'll get there. But, man, his magazine covers. I swear oh, yeah. to God. Yeah. I swear to God, man. Abdullah probably sold more PWIs than anybody else because his covers on, on those magazines were epic. Yeah. I mean, man, you would spot that. You would see blood yes. in, in the grocery store shelf, yeah. you know, basically. And it was so dramatic, and it was just so shocking and, yeah. and scary yeah. and scary, man. But he would pull those forks out. Oh, dude. He pulled the fork out of his pants. Yeah, and, and, and like stick you with it. Yeah, stick you with it. <laughs> I mean, okay. that, that was not, great. You know, it's not just scary enough that you're getting stuck with a fork in the head by this butcher. But, but, right. But this fork has been in his pants. Or possibly uh, under a fold. It's probably under his nutsack, man, which means... No, it ain't that far down. I he never not. went that far down. I hope not, man. It was just right up here, <laughs> under, under that first first lap. Because, you know, man, you don't want to get infected <laughs> with Abdullah nut juice, man. I mean, <laughs> even still, it's under that first lap. Oh, oh his titty? Yeah, down here, uh, at his oh, waist. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Second titties. <laughs> I mean, not, the, not the upper lap. Not, his, <laughs> not the upper titties, but the lower titties. <laughs> Back titties. Thank you, Pudworth. God damn it, man. We hit it. I knew we was doing good by bringing Pudsworth in. God damn it, man. That's what's up. No, yeah. I mean, come on, man. What's under there? Dude, who knows? What's under there? Hell, man. Fucking Jimmy Hoffa. A fork under there, apparently. Mother, probably got a buffet. You never know. He probably got the whole buffet under there. So whatever that fork's been on. It's going into your head. Head, man. Into your bloody head. <laughs> scary. Oh, scary as shit, dude. Um, so now, I, I want to hold off. There's a couple we want to bring up after the break. Man. Okay. And we're going to talk about it a little bit more. But, man, I just got to go ahead and bring him up now. Because yes. it's just, he's just the epitome of, of what scary wrestler is. And that's Kevin Sullivan. Oh, God damn. We, we're man. going into Kevin a lot bigger, a lot more after the break. I just got to bring him up. Yeah. You know, I mean, where do you start? <sighs> I mean, I mean, what else? Florida. Can, Florida, man. You got to yeah. start in Florida. I mean, they said this guy was so hot and had so much heat that they burned his van. Did you ever hear that story, yes. man? The fans actually yes. burnt Kevin Sullivan's van, dude. Because yep. they, they bought into it. Yeah. Lying sicker, man. He was a Satanist. He was evil. He Man, there's well, people and, that and, thought okay. he was a demon. Okay. Let's go back to that. First off, um, it was never said that he was a Satanist. They never actually that. used That was an after thing. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, okay. Sullivan, Sullivan and Eddie Graham never wanted that Satanist title in any of this. I didn't know that. Because he would talk about the Dean and, and stuff overseas in Asia. Right, right. Or, or like an Asian cult, you know, you kind of, you know, I go got through you. that end. They never wanted to go as far as, especially Eddie Graham. Right. Who was running Florida at that time. Uh, never wanted to go into the Satanist thing. I did not know that. After, it was after that, on his magazine, and you know, they had free range of whatever. Exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah. Something I didn't know until, like, the last few years. Right. Really, man, I didn't yeah. know that. But after... Yeah, it just free ranged free, everybody. Yeah, yeah. He, Interviews never happened. No, no, man, no. <laughs> that's what tripped me out, man. Yeah. There was never an interview no. in pre wi It was all Bill after. Yes. I mean, just writing it out, yep. you know, in just character. It. So it was him that said on the front cover i can't remember if it, it wasn't pwi it was like one of the sister publications it was like uh like pro wrestling sports, re- sports review or, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah yeah the wrestler i think the wrestler was one you're right uh it said uh kevin sullivan states satan is my manager okay yeah. that's what kind of really that's what took it off no shit so it was always from there on kind of implied 
that he was a Satanist right. and everything. Yeah. The Taskmaster definitely yes. had that, you know, right. that invitation to it or yeah. whatever. Um, but it definitely had that feel. Oh yeah, man. Of uh, something sinister, darkness, darkness yeah. uh, cult, demonic. Even yes. I mean, you know, even without being said, yeah. it was still that. And it was scary. And it was scary as shit, man, because it was legit. Right. It really looked like this guy because you know Kevin Sullivan wasn't the biggest guy, man. He mm-hmm. wasn't the most intimidating no. looking. But he could work his ass off now. I mean, but Batman's he had somebody beside of him that was, I mean, Mark. Oh God, not, yeah, not mean Mark. I'm sorry, uh, maniac Mark Lewin. No, yes, man. Yes. Oh my God, now, the purple that, haze. Right now, see now, like oh, I said, man, I, this is I'm not as familiar with that era. I know of it, man. But. Dude, the purple haze was just he didn't say anything, but he had this look. Right. That he was just nuts and, and sometimes that looks all you need oh you know because well i i know we're going to do our top three scariest uh-huh. you know just kind of kind of shift gears just a little bit man but i want to go back and just talk briefly about captain redneck dick murdoch we're going to go into dick murdoch right. because like you know we were saying a little earlier mike you know we have the the gimmicks like yes. the undertaker mankind we we you know definitely want to talk about mankind a little bit and kane and, and yes. these you know in the missing link even you know we have the kamala you know kamala was, one. was definitely was, one was definitely scary man uh kabuki stuff like that muda stuff like that but then you had like the guys you know like ole anderson oh. you had guys like you know dick murdoch yes you had the guys that you thought would really beat the terry shit. funk terry funk man you know like yeah. i said we, we got a little bit more we want to go into after the break with these guys but they, in other words, man, I always consider scary wrestlers to fall under two two categories: the gimmick mm-hmm. and the man. Yes, you know what I'm saying. Yes. You know, because I don't know if who if Mick Foley is scary, but I know Mankind and Cactus Jack were scary. Yes, Ole Anderson is fucking scary. Yes, I don't care if he's Ole Anderson or yes. whatever his real. Hey, can you look up and see what Ole Anderson's real name is, Puzzworth, or, or whatever Ole Anderson's right. real name is? Yeah, dude. I mean, that motherfucker's scary as shit, man. You this, know, this one might give you a little trouble because I think. Uh, or is he actually Ole Anderson? No, no. Oh, okay. It's, uh, um, and, uh, it's a Polish name. Um, Alan Robert Rongo Whiskey? Close enough, brother. Oh, that works for me. Something like that. <laughs> if oh, I can remember it, because I've heard it a lot more. Uh, yeah, Alan uh, Roganowski. Rogo. I tell you what's I'm scary even, is pr- pronouncing his fucking Rogue. name. That's the real scary Rogue. shit. <laughs> Either way, that motherfucker's scary. Very. That's the yeah. Wahoo McDaniel. Wahoo McDaniel was a scary was motherfucker, scary. man. Be scary, mean uh, Johnny Valentine. Fuck yeah, yeah, man. You know Fle- Freddie Blassie. Blassie. Back in the day, man, he actually fought his teeth yeah. into fangs. Yeah. I mean, man, that's that's hardcore shit, bro. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know. Um, yeah, like I say, the list goes on and on, man. But you for know, sure, Vader. Vader know? was a good one, dude. Vader, Vader was scary as hell. Sid. Oh yeah, you know Sid Vicious, man. Once yeah. again, and you know, even before Sid was Sid Vicious, he was Lord Humongous. Right. You know, which yeah. was basically uh, a take of the uh, Mad Road Max Warrior. Road yeah. Warrior. You know, yeah. he basically wore a uh, hockey mask. Hey, you had Jason the Terrible. Jason the Terrible. Leatherface. Go, let's. Oh well, here's another one. Let's let's step back what we just said the road warriors the road warriors were scary as shit cool as hell down to the ring and whoop your ass listen to iron man bro one of the to me black sabbath was the scariest band the first time i heard the song black sabbath it scared me Mm -hmm. like legitimately yeah i I really was scared and i love that yeah i love that and when you had iron man and these two Mm -hmm. huge motherfucking giants of men spiked out spikes 
war paint, and they would go in and they would just kill you, kill. man, kill you. Hell yeah, that was scary, man. Yeah, that was good shit, dude. I mean, yeah, but but like I said, it just it breaks down in those different categories of the real legit guys that you thought that would just break your neck Brock. versus Brock Lesnar, man. There you Still go. scares me today because I don't know. I, and I, you know, I watch a lot of Brock matches. I, I love Brock Lesnar. Oh, I do too. Yeah, uh, I'm a Mark. I just don't know where where he's going, working or shooting. You, you never know. You never and, know. And the thing about Brock, bro, he he is the real deal. You yeah. know, I mean, he is. And, and and it's funny because I can compare him to someone like Kurt Angle, and I don't consider Kurt Angle to be no. a scary person, no. even though he could totally break your neck in a in a blink of an eye. Yeah. You know, and could really probably take down Brock. You know, right? But Brock has that, just that. I don't know, man. It's just his way. It's his, his beast. Angle. He's a beast. Yes. He's half man, half machine, half all beast. Yeah. Half man, half machine, all beast. Yes. And uh, well, Mike, I tell you what, bro, we are probably about at the halfway point here, bro. You want to take a little break? Yeah, absolutely. All right, let's take a little break, and we'll be right back. Cause after the break, we got something really special coming up. Something that, uh, once again, man, something new in Pudville, and something I think that you guys will enjoy. So don't go nowhere. We'll be right back. What's up, Puds? This is Jason from the podcast with Jason and Mike. And I want to take this opportunity to talk to y'all about GameSwap, located at 112 Northeast Court Square, right here in beautiful downtown Lincoln, North Carolina. Whether you're looking for the best new games and consoles or you're more of a retro guy like me, GameSwap has you covered. People, I'm talking everything from Atari, Nintendo, Super Nintendo, Sega, PlayStation, Xbox. Hey, there's even systems I've never even heard of before. So if you're a hobbyist, a hardcore gamer, or a collector, GameSwap is the only place to go. And maybe video games isn't your thing. Well, that's cool, too, because GameSwap is much more than just a game store. They also carry a vast selection of comic books, toys, t-shirts, and all sorts of collectibles spanning all aspects of pop culture, from science fiction, action-adventure, TV, horror, and all points in between. You really just have to see it to believe it. So what are you waiting for? Get on down here to GameSwap and see it for yourself, and tell them that the PUD sent you. All right, Puds, we're back here in the Pud Cave. Um, Mike, we got something really, really cool lined up for the people out. For the people listening at home, we got something really cool lined up, brother. Yes. From the first day that I posted something on Facebook about doing this podcast, known as the Pudcast, a good friend of mine reached out. One of the first people to really reach out to us, and it's my friend Brian Stover from high school, man. Uh, Before we get, well, basically what we got, man, we got a call in from Brian. Uh, I reached out to Brian, and I was like, hey, man, we'd really like for you to be a part of this show, because when we were talking about it, this was the episode that Brian was really like, man, I would like to be a part of that as well. Right. You know, obviously, Brian, uh, Brian's in the military. I would like to thank him for his service yes, sir. Uh, before we even go any further. But, you know, he just he's not able to get into the studio, and we just don't have the technology like to do the Skyping thing, yeah. I mean, we could do that, but eh, I'm lazy. You know? <laughs> I'm just, I mean, man, I mean, we could bullshit. Well, there's financial issues, and you know, there's technology. No, nah, man, we're there's still... always financial. Well, there's, issues. I mean, that's every fucking day, bro. I mean, that shit never changes. Yeah. But, uh, but now nah, we're just lazy with it, man. Maybe one of these days. But in the meantime, he did record something, and this is the first time we've done this, Mike. We actually have somebody to send in a pre-recording. Yeah, this is cool. This is cool shit, man. So what we're going to do is we're going to let you people at home here to record, and then we're going to come back and we're going to talk about it just a little bit. So, uh, Brian, take it away, brother. Thank you, Jason and Mike, for allowing me time this week on the podcast. This is Brian Stover, Lincoln Class of 1993, coming in from the most powerful city in the world. Jason asked me to name the top three scariest wrestlers, so in no particular order, I have my top five. So I need to be quick with it. 
Kevin Sullivan, the demented satanic worshiper coming out of Florida who had classic battles with Black Jack Mulligan, the barbarian, physical freak, star of the Paul Jones stable, the great Kabuki. He had it all with the intimidating face paint and the elaborate mask combined with the blinding green mist. Abdullah the Butcher loved his being captured on PWI, those bloody matches, scars to prove it. Also, was it Abdullah who attacked Dusty and West Lincoln while Dusty was holding a bag of Wendy's? Have you ever wondered if Dusty went to the Wendy's on East Main Street before the show? I have. Finally, my top five has Sid Vicious. I once heard a crazy story of Sid kicking out the App State basketball team out of their own locker rooms in Boone. Bonus. Who did not believe the Funk Brothers, Dick Slater, and Dick Murdoch when they would be interviewed by Bob Cottle? I had no doubt in my mind as a child that they would get in a brawl in a Winn-Dixie parking lot if given the opportunity. All right, man, we're back. Brian, brother, once again, thank you for sending that in. That was awesome. <laughs> that is so cool and awesome. And, and just to kind of elaborate on Brian's point, I absolutely believe those guys would get in a fight in the Winn-Dixie parking yeah. lot or anywhere else, man. Yeah. I think they would anywhere get in a, they wanted to. They would get in a fight at their grandmother's funeral. Yes. And, and win. You know? Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. uh, once again, Brian, that was that was just awesome, man. That was amazing. Thank you again for, for wanting to uh, be a part of this and for being a part of this, man. So uh, let's talk about some of his choices, man. Now, some of these guys, you know, Mike, we've already touched on a little bit. You know, yes. Uh, Kevin Sullivan, you know, Brian's first mention, and, you know, somebody we mentioned as well, you cannot talk scary without talking to Kevin Sullivan, man. You just can't do it. Somebody he brought up that we have not talked about, the Barbarian. Barbarian. That guy was nut scary, bro. Yeah. You know, Huge. Man, Huge, the face paint. You yes, know, there was a lot of similarities, obviously, between with him and the Road Warriors. Well, it, it's it's like you know what we talked about with with the Mad Max movies, and how how so influential that movie was to the wrestling business. Yes, sir. As far as making characters, and he would fall into that that category. Absolutely. And, and, you know, one thing about, to me, what made the Barbarian a lot scarier than the Road Warriors, he's, he didn't talk. No. You know, he had to yep. have somebody talk for him, yep. man. He would just make noises. You know, he would do the hush. You know, the hush. The, the, the hush you know, kind of like the bro, Bruiser Brody's one, man, yep. that we ought to talk about. Yes, we'll, sir. We'll get to him. another let, one. Let, let's talk about Brian's picks first, and we'll, we'll get to Brody, you know, because he had a similar vocal style. Right. You, you know. But, yeah, man, the Barbarian was, was fucking scary as yes. shit, man. Um, the Kabuki. Well, you know, speaking of Barb, you know, his partner. Oh, the Warlord? No. Oh, well, the Warlord. Later scary, on. Scary again. You know, that's another. I almost forgot about the Warlord. He was another one that, that, that kind of took out from that character of the, the Mad Max movies. Right. But his longtime partner, one of the scariest men for real. Ming? Ming. Bro. Yes. Bro. Bro, you talk about, once again, the legit guys. What's scary about Ming is the stories. Yes. I mean, man, this guy has pulled people's teeth out. Yeah. He's been, <laughs> so oh swear God, to God, man. Almighty. Swear to God, he's pulled people's teeth out with his finger. Oh, my he, God. He bit a guy's it's, nose off, yes. and I think he pulled somebody's eye out. Oh, yeah. I mean, dude, they, they, they dude. even said, Barbarian has said in interviews that he was scared. He was yes. scared of Ming. Everybody says that. Man. Yeah, he was scared of I know only a few, a handful of people. Right. Legit scared. Yes. Ming, Harley Race. Harley Race, absolutely. Gene Anderson. There you go. Another real yes. deal, mean, yeah. scary individual. Yeah. You know, absolutely, man. Yeah. Uh, Stu Hart. 
Stu Hall was another one, man, because he would actually take you and, and, <laughs> yeah. and bend you to death, man. Yeah. I mean, uh, hook him, as they call yeah. it. He would hook you and, and like, just stretch you yeah. in these places you ain't supposed to be stretched, no. you know. Um, then you go on the flip side of that, and you've got Ming's tag team partner in WWF for a short period of time, one of the biggest, scariest wrestlers of all time, yeah. ever. And he's in my top three. Yes. And that's, well, we'll go ahead Andre and say it, man. Andre the Giant. Andre, when he turned heel <laughs> against Hogan, scared the shit out yeah. of me because, man, he was legit. I mean, yeah. th- nothing is more scary than an honest-to-God legit pissed-off giant. Yes. When he would, like, smile or, or sneer, and he had, like, you know, because he literally had an extra set of teeth. You, yeah. You know, that shit scared me as a kid, man. <laughs> I mean, dude, dude when, when you have Ming or Haku at this point, obviously King Haku in right. a tag team, and you can actually say Haku was probably the lesser of the two, man. Yeah. But that's Andre the fucking giant, yes. man. Um, but you know, man, I, I want to continue on Brian's picks just a little bit because I'm about to, yeah. we go. I'm about to get oh, yeah. you know go on that other um, other avenues. But dude, let's talk about the great Kabuki for a minute. Dude, Kabuki. Holy shit. To me, when I first saw Kabuki, um, this was like. I don't know. I, I didn't know how to describe it. He looked like just this. He looked like a witch. Yeah, to me. yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And, and that's not in, in a in a derogatory way. He just looked like this. Just this evil witch. Like like a for real. A, the real thing, man. Like yeah. something you would see out of a yeah. horror movie. Yeah. Legitimately. Yeah. And I don't know about you, Mike, but it was the first time I ever saw Mist. Oh, God. The Mist ever. was so big and so important in that gimmick. Oh, God, man. Obviously, you know, Muda, who who also was really scared. Right. And I was probably more familiar with Muda due to Muda's time in w, in a Crockett yes. than going in WCW. But obviously, man, I watched the old Texas stuff. And, uh-huh. you know, I got really familiar with Great Kabuki. But the first time I ever saw anybody get spit in the face with Mist was the Great Kabuki. And I was yeah. like, what the hell? And, bro... You got to put over the commentators. Hey, oh yeah, because sure. they would put that oh, over. Yeah. Oh my God, he's blind. Yeah. It, it was like a real deal thing, man. And you but know. there were different levels of mist. Yes, there were. Yes, yes, there were. And that was the big thing. That, yeah, yes. you got hit with the green mist. That was gonna that was gonna fuck up your day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was your basic. Yeah. You know, you're gonna lose the match. You're gonna be fucked up all day. Yeah. You know, but you're gonna be all right tomorrow. All right. You'll all be all right tomorrow. Next level. Was it red? Red was the highest level. I thought black was the highest level. <laughs> hey Pudsworth, you want to do a little Pudsworth, research on that? When the hell have you ever seen purple mist? I, I don't think I've ever seen purple mist, man. Well, see if you can see if you can find out the levels of mist there, Puzzle Man. We may be able to, because I always thought it was black. I thought black was death. I always thought if you got hit with that the black, that must have been one of those, one of those bootleg kabukis. <laughs> got that shit at Worldwide. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yes. <laughs> That's purple Kool-Aid, motherfucker. <laughs> that is good Kool-Aid, but uh, I always thought I thought red was now. Na- Must been Mobuki, <laughs> or, or, the, or the or the medium Kabuki, not the great Kabuki, the mediocre Kabuki. <laughs> Low rent Kabuki. Low rent Kabuki. <laughs> Have you seen the great Kabuki? Nah, we got low rent Kabuki. Remember, I got purple mist. <laughs> you got purple mist. <laughs> I want the green. Nah, I'm over. You no. got to get, get great, Kabuki. Get green, motherfucker. Nah, you get you purple. You listen to a lot of Prince. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, maybe he is great. But... <laughs> All right, man, we got to move on, brother. That's Jessica Kabuki from Minnesota. <laughs> God damn it, man. 
oh shit but uh no nah, man no nah, but kabuki uh, getting back man getting back to kabuki, in all seriousness all kabuki seriousness. was scary he man. was dude. he was scary he, he could work man scary. but yeah i think red was the highest you saw the red that was like but, death hold, hold on man oh god he oh shit him. okay what all right man we're all wrong green let, let i can read these off man holy shit okay green the yes. commonly used mist which is said to obstruct the opponent's vision okay all right, red was next. Was it? Yes, red. Uh, all, quite often used, but it's said to burn the eyes. Used by gangrel, which is known as blood mist. Okay, black, said to blind the opponent for several weeks. To Jerry used to use this. Blue, I don't even remember blue. But anyway, blue mist sends the opponent to sleep. The fuck. Yellow paralyzes the opponent, and purple. And purple. Fuck out of here. Purple. Purple is the top one. Pudsworth was in the house yet again, brother. I'm telling you, man, Pudsworth is on fucking point. Because uh, the purple caused momentary distraction and memory loss. So there you go, brother. Pudsworth is in the house. Pudsworth delivered once again, brother. This is his first fucking day, Mike. I am. And, he, and he's, he's got it. He already beat the Puds, man. I am speechless. I am too, man. Purple. Purple. Purple is the shit, Purple. Man. Purple is the fucking I shit. I will be damned. Next time, Pudsworth, we just going to take your word for it. Man, put that computer down, Pudsworth. We don't need that you shit. You don't even need Don't it. need that shit, man. Get that shit out of here. But uh, thank you, brother. Thank you for that. But uh, Purple. Purple. I, blue, I didn't know there was blue mist. Blue, that shit yeah. put you to sleep, man. Yeah, hell, I need some of that shit the other night. Yeah, dude. I was tired <laughs> as a motherfucker. But, uh, but hell, man, but, but going back to the point, man, he was scary as shit. Man. Who the hell used blue? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Probably the MPW stuff. Might have been overseas or some shit, man. I, I don't know. But uh, but yeah, man, we got we got putted out on that one, dude. We got... But Kabuki, right bro. Now, Smurf mist. Motherfucker, <laughs> 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 make you shrink. You but... would think, you would think on the color spectrum, that would be more of the. See, I figured black would be like, you know, like the combination of red. all of it, man. Something you know, red. Nah, man, not according to Puzzworth. And I, I read it myself. Hey, so yeah, there, there you it go. is. Hey, we learn new shit every day in the podcast, there you brother. Go. We learn shit every day. Um, well, let's see, who was uh, who was some of the other ones he talked about? Uh, Kabuki, obviously, Abdullah. You know, we we yeah, we yeah. touched on Abdullah, yep. and Brian also made a good point about him being on those covers of the magazines, yep. man. Yeah. Well, it was like, you know, I saw that. Yeah, attack, you man. were there. That was the TV taping, and oh yeah, that was heavy. I tell yeah, you, that man, was, well, out of nowhere, Abdullah. When, when, Boom. when Brian sent me the the voice clip, and he brought up, you know, Dusty getting attacked at West Link, and I thought of you immediately because I know that's something me and you've talked about for years. Yeah. I'm like. That is so cool, man, that we're all on the same page with this yeah. thing. And just, you know, I never really noticed the Wendy's bag, though. No, no. I, I'm going to have to go back. Out, you know, I saw him, you know, out in, the, out in his truck, you know, before the show. I remember you telling me yeah. about that, yeah. I'm glad I didn't see Abdullah come in and in any kind of beer. That, that would have just yeah, totally that, that killed, killed it. it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, I would like to think that Wendy's did come from the one here in Lincoln. Oh, I'm yeah. sure. I'm sure it sure. did. I'm sure yeah. Dusty Rose has probably hit yeah. every Wendy's in every town and yeah. every state, <laughs> you yeah. know, in, in the union, you know. Um, but yeah, Abdullah, man, you can't you can't speak scary and not talk Abdullah, yeah. and you can't talk Abdullah without talking about those classic, epic, uh, uh, magazine covers, man. Yeah. You just can't do it. They go hand in hand. Sid Vicious was another one Brian brought up. Yes. You know, Sid Vicious, man, what scary as shit. All right. I, I was not... I was not a big Sid fan. I wasn't either, to be honest with uh, you. He didn't do a whole lot for me. Me either. In the, in that initial Skyscrapers run, you know, as I remember team, that. Yeah, yeah. I think, to me, it was more over in, in that 
um, capacity. Other than singles, I just didn't. I didn't. He just didn't strike me, especially when he talked. Now, I will say, oh, now when he would speak, <laughs> man, you know, God bless him, but he's a hick like I am, bro. Oh, I mean, yeah. we, we're we're neighbors. I mean, yeah. yeah. Now I'll tell you this much, man. When he came back as Psycho Sid after the whole uh, Arn Anderson in- incident, they were yeah. kind of alluding to that stuff. I thought, as far as being scary, like legit, that was I thought fairly scary to right. a certain degree because he it was real. Yeah, because the man is nuts. Yeah. I mean, you know, all oh, that yeah. shit's a straight up shoot. And uh, as far as Brian talk about clearing out the app state uh, locker room, now that I've never heard. I've never heard. I that need story. to go back and look yeah. that up. But I sure I as hell believe it. Out. Yeah. Oh, I fucking believe yeah. it, though, man. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing in my body that says that Sid Vicious could not yeah, clear him out. He was big enough. Oh hell yeah, man. Um, and I think let's see, do we hit them all post worth it? Speaking I, of big, oh, oh. Um, I think yeah. yeah. Yeah, we hit him off. Well, Speaking of big, big scary guys, Braun Strowman. Hey, man, good point. Good point. We still need to talk about scary. some of these guys that are out right now, yeah. man. Once again, not as familiar. I'm not right. as familiar, but I, I am aware. And he's a hoss, bro. Yeah. He looks huge. Monster among know. men. I mean, yeah, he man. is. Yeah, right now, he is, he is that company's lead. The, the monster. Well, yeah. you know, man, we got to talk about the Wyatts. Wyatts are you know, another one. I tell you, man, one of the last gimmicks that I was getting into was the Wyatt family. Yeah. I loved that gimmick. You know, I loved how they were wearing the mask. I loved, like, the uh, the, the crickets and the lights. Yeah. You know, like, they had that kind of throwback to that swamp type. Right. You know, horror type you yeah. know, gimmick, and I really did enjoy that. Yep. And I, that was really one of my favorite things WWE has probably done in the last decade. They did it well. They, they did, did it well did. at that time. They really did, but they it kind of, yeah. It kind of dropped out. Yeah. Once again, which seems to be a little bit of a theme. It's, it's so hard <laughs> it's to get a invested. Huge theme. Yeah, it's huge just. Thing. You just don't have any direction. No, man, and you can't get invested in what you do. Nope. They drop. Hell, bro, that's what's scary. Yeah. That's really scary in wrestling is is the lack of, of character development. But anyway, man, well, I don't uh, want oh, to get into oh, that. Oh, well, <laughs> you know, speaking of why, and kind of something that was retro to that, that was kind of failed that. I felt like it was. It, it was almost a. Uh, Revisiting of that gimmick uh, was the Wayland Mercy. Oh, gimmick. bro! Y'all, I remember you, y'all were so. I love. The, between you and David Hayes, we love Wayland. Absolutely, I still do. Dance Bobby, I did know? not get into it as much really? as, as y'all did. Oh, I don't know why. It, well, first of all, I like Dance Bobby. I uh-huh. always liked Dance Bobby as a wrestler. Okay. I thought he was really good, but man, there was something about the Wayland Mercy game. Well, for one, it was a takeoff of Cape Fear. Right. You know, and I yeah. love that movie. To this day, that's one of my favorite horror movies. Thrillers, you know, I don't know if you could really call it a horror, but it's definitely a good thriller. To this day, it's one of my favorite uh, movies of that genre. And man, I thought the gimmick was great because, you know, I loved how he would shake your hand. Mm-hmm. It was just those little subtle. Yeah. You know, the, the tattoo work, yeah. uh, the lives are in Waylon Mercy's hands. I love that gimmick, and I really think it did not go over as, as well as it could. Right. I mean, it just, it, it may have been ahead of its time. I think it was, man. And also, I know Dan Spivey, I believe, was injured right. and, and had to, you know, retire prematurely. So, yeah. it never had the chance to take off, yeah. I think, as good as it could have. Dude, I'm really under the impression that if, that if Waylon Mercy could have stuck around, I think we'd be talking about Dan Spivey in a lot more... In a lot wider range right, right now. I think he would be next level. Because I think Dan Spivey's next level anyway. I always mm-hmm. did. But I think he would be considered legendary 
right. at this point because I love Waylon Mercy, bro. Yeah. I did. I just I, I remember that, Mike. I remember me and you even discussing that. Like you just weren't into him as much as like right. me and dogs. Some other friends of ours were into him at the time, but he was. I still thought right. it was a scary kind of gimmick, man, because it was a straight up take of Cape Fear, and yeah. that's a pretty scary movie. Oh yeah, you know it gets into some pretty hard themes and. And so did Waylon Mercy. Exactly. You know? And uh, I'm also a Waylon Jennings fan, and I think that has something to do with it as well, man. <laughs> I got to keep it real, man. I, I think just his name alone connected somehow. Well, the name, yeah. you know, you know, Waylon here, you know, Waylon there. But uh, nah, man, I, I was always a huge fan of Waylon Mercy. Like I said, I was a fan of Dan Spivey, and you know, I definitely want to put him up there as, as being a scary wrestler. But you know, something else Brian was talking about, which has kind of been what we've talked about too, Mike, was that difference between the scary gimmicks. And the legit scary guys like the Funk Brothers. Right. Once again, Captain Mar- uh, Redneck Dick Murdoch's coming up. Yep. Slater, you know, you brought Slater. Slater too, man. Not because they portray a scary character, but because they are scary people yes. <laughs> in real life. You know? Yes. Uh, you know, Mike, during our live event show, I-, I brought up the story of Captain Redneck, Captain Redneck Dick Murdoch. Let me just bring it up one more time yes. since, since it fits into our theme today. When I was younger, one of my first shows, I think it was the second time I went to a live wrestling show, uh, Captain Redneck Dick Murdoch had just turned against Dusty Rhodes, mm-hmm. and he was wrestling Brad Armstrong in West Lincoln. So I go running up to him, you know, me being a kid, you know, I'm behind the guardrail, obviously, and I look at him, and I called Captain Redneck Dick Murdoch and dirty, yellow, egg-sucking dog to his <laughs> face, to his face. He looked at me, did not say one word. He just looked at me. And I ran and hid behind my dad until that match was over. Yeah. I didn't even boo him. I didn't clap. I said, I shut the fuck up. And I didn't say anything or do anything until he right. left the building, man. Because yeah. that look was all it took. Because yeah. that look was real. And that yeah. look was like, I will break you in half, you little shit. Yeah. <laughs> and you ain't going to call me an egg-sucking yeah. dog. And, brother, I believed it. And I went and I hid behind my dad <laughs> until the match was over. I didn't boo him. I didn't give him yeah. my thumbs down. Yeah. I didn't say shit. I kept my mouth shut until he left. And then, and then I got back into the show. But that right, entire right. time, I'm over here scared for my freaking life. Yeah, dude. I'm thinking Dick Murdoch's going to yeah. get out of the ring. He's going to beat Brad Armstrong. He's going to come out and get me. Yep. And put me in the brain buster. Yep. I wasn't having it, man. No. And it scared me. Not that day. <laughs> Not that day, Not brother. Day. Not that day. <laughs> but, uh, and that's why, you know, and I know we're going to do our top threes, but just a little spoiler alert, Dick Murdoch's in my top three. Yeah. And, and for that reason alone. Well, you know, we talked about this, too, you know, with the live events. But uh, the Russians. Oh, well. The yeah, Russians yeah, were just scary. Let, I'm going to go ahead and put it out there. My number one scariest wrestler of all time is Nikita Koloff. Really? 100%. Okay. Nobody even comes close to scaring me like wow. Nikita Koloff scared me, man. Number one. Yeah. yeah. Number one. And I put Nikita in both categories as a gimmick and as legit. Right. Um, He's both. Oh, here's the thing is around that time, uh, you know, talking about the Russians, it seemed like all foreigners were just scary. 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 Well, they would Baron von Rasky. Perfect example, man. Perfect example. How did yeah. we miss Baron? Yeah. He was scary. He was a Nazi. Yeah. That was scary yeah. as shit, man. Yeah. Between Nazis and Russians. Yeah. And then you put just the, the way he talked, the way he, of course, the way he walked. I mean, it was a, it was a goose step. <laughs> it was <a> goose step. <laughs> it was scary. <laughs> it was. Yeah. Dude, Baron von Raschke and, and even Ivan Koloff. Yes. Both I put yeah. them oh, in yeah. a similar uh, mm-hmm. category because they maybe weren't the most physically intimidating. They right. weren't the big muscle-built guys right. like Nikita. But they had a deviousness to them. They yeah. had this diabolical yes. Fuji. You, Fuji. Ah, oh, the devious one himself. Yes. Man. How can you even speak a devious without talking about the one and only Mr. Fuji, bro? Yeah. 
once again, uh, once again, a non-white, you know, right. a, a foreigner to, for for lack of better phrasing, who who's here and he's get this devious gimmick, right? And he put it over. Yes. And he put it over with man, huge put it yeah. over. Uh, Ivan Koloff, you know, talking about the Russians, Baron von Raschke, man, yes, I mean, dude, to me, Nikita being the number one scariest wrestler for me would not have been as scary if it wasn't for the mastermind, and that was Uncle Ivan. Right. Because Nikita was the muscle, no doubt. Yeah. No doubt. He was the brawn. The brains was Ivan. Yeah. And that was scary for sure. as shit. Yeah. And I mean, those two together, man, I really felt that they were going in prison, all Americans. Oh, make, yeah. Make us shave our heads. Uh-huh. Put us in Chernobyl. Yeah. Where we have to grow the goatees, That's lose right. our hair. Yep. 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 I was convinced. And only Dusty and Magnum hey, can save I, me, man. I love French fries. I'm a fry guy. Oh, I love me some fries. Man. But I'm not sure about having potatoes all the time. All the fucking days. time, bro. <laughs> That's what we're looking that's at. That's what Will's getting, man. Yep, that's now, I will what we're say this. At. Now, I will say this. The potato diet will really jack you up. Hey, you know? <laughs> you know, but then again, so will steroids. But, yep. <laughs> 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 but damn it, puzzler. <laughs> <laughs> but for real, man, that, like I say, Ivan, I mean, excuse me, Nikita will forever be my number yeah. one, man. And uh, Ivan up there, too. But yeah, man. Well, speaking of uh, going back to Fuji, being masterminds. Fuji had his his stable of wrestlers that he was the biggest one, the scariest one to me, Yokozuna. Yokozuna took the words out of my mouth, yeah. Mike. He was a beast. He was a monster. Oh my God, man. he would squash you. He, he could literally squash you, dude. Yeah. And it was believable, man. I mean, who could who could beat Yokozuna? Man? Yeah. That once again, and man, Yokozuna. That was a lot of ass. That was a hell of a lot of ass, man. That was a lot of ass coming down on you at one time. And brother, he could work. Yeah. That was something else about Yokozuna that I'll always say to be the size he was, he could work his ass off. His huge, mung, his humongous ass, he could work it off. But man, I love Yokozuna. I loved him, man. And I'll, something else I loved about his gimmick was not only did he have Fuji, but he had Cornet as well. This man was so big, yeah. both both literally and physically. That he had to have two managers, and I always thought that added to him. You know, I just I, I love that. But yeah, man, he was a beast. He was a beast, and one of the few wrestlers that Hulk Hogan actually you you knew Hulk Hogan could be could be beaten by this person. Yeah, you know. Oh yeah, and yeah. And, and and you had to be scary. Well, hey, you know, man, we talk about Hulk Hogan a little bit. You know, Hogan had a lot of scary beasts coming toward him. You know, oh, yeah, he was fed the monsters. Oh, yeah, man, and, and he would put them over. You know, we've already talked about Andre, obviously, which I don't know if I'd consider Andre to be somebody to be fed, you know, but definitely like Kamala. You know, Kamala's one of the first ones I think about. Killer Khan. Killer Khan is a great example, man. I forgot about yeah. him, dude. Great example, man. He was another one of those guys, you know, that just, he was The unique. guy that broke Andre's leg. Leg. Hell, yeah, man. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, dude. What about Norman the Lunatic, dude? <laughs> All right. I didn't really let think me, he was that scary. Okay, let me, let me say this. <laughs> All right. With every up. scary wrestler, every scary gimmick, every, every scary angle, there are, there are things that sound good on paper, yes. but don't translate, translate it yeah. as well. True that. So true. you've got these gimmicks <laughs> that were supposed to be scary. But it didn't kind quite of, make it. Kind of, kind of like Norman the Lunatic. Norman the Lunatic would be a great one. Because it did sound good on paper, man. Um, the Giant Gonzalez. There you go, man. Once again, we talked about him. You know, unfortunately passed away right. on September the 22nd. Um, not scary, man. Not scary. Maybe if he had more fur. 
Yeah, and more airbrush muscles, and maybe. Do you remember? Do you remember the guy? <laughs> what was the workout guy's name? It had the full body suit, and you could see like all of his insides. Mr. Goodbody. Mr. Goodbody. Mr. Thank Goodbody you. in the house. Thank Hell you. yeah! Hey, brother, make a note of that. I want to put that in the description puzzle. <laughs> <laughs> Hell, man, who would have ever thought Mr. Goodbody would have come was, up? Man. This is this is what that <laughs> suit reminded me of, with just yeah. patches of hair on it. Fuck yeah, it was. Oh, which yeah. Mr. Goodbody was yeah. was just uncomfortable anyway oh, to me. Yeah, man, yeah, that was that was a little weird. Especially for kids, yeah, you know, yeah. it's like put on some clothes, man. <laughs> Dude, well, I don't want to see you spleen. I don't, about this. I don't want to see you spleen. I'm man. feeling very uncomfortable right now. <laughs> Co- All right, so let's get a guy that's twice his size to put on that same, same shit. <laughs> this time with hair. Yeah, let's put some patches of hair on him. Not scary, man. Not at Not all. Scary. Not at all. You know, I think it's one of those deals where they were just trying to work with what they had. And it just, man, it just didn't work out right. anymore, man. You know, I, yeah. I, God bless him. Yeah. God bless him. You know, he. I don't know why they, they, the the suit is is a questionable pick. The name is a questionable pick yeah. as well. It's lazy, man. Why don't you just call him the damn Bigfoot? It's like, that's what he looked like. The damn big, Bigfoot. That's Bigfoot. what he looked yeah, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the thing was, man. What, what's the word for Bigfoot in, in Spanish? Oh, in Spanish. Sasquatch. <laughs> El Sasquatch. Oh, no. Stop it. That's a P.O. box. <laughs> but no, I mean, I think it was just lazy because his real name was Gonzalez. Yeah. And I think they're just, uh, he's a giant yeah, yeah, uh, uh, Gonzalez. Gonzalez. That's, that's yeah. the word, man. Whoever was coming up with the shit that day. You know what? I'm going to shit my ass if, it, if Gonzalez is the Spanish word for Bigfoot. Bigfoot. No, it's actually Pai Grande. Pai Grande. Bigfoot. See, I think that sounds way better than Giant Gonzalez. I agree. You know, be like syncope. You know, syncope was such. Hey, man, what's the Spanish word for cyclops? Is it synclope or syncope? Why are we even talking about this shit? I don't know. I mean, we just have to go back to that. You just wanted to say that. I just, just I love saying syncope, dude. Give him a shout. And he was scary, scary good. But uh, <laughs> hey, man, we forgot, <clears throat> excuse me, we forgot. This. Anybody's got three highs, is no. Syncope. Syncope. Is that it? Or is that, anyway, fuck it, man. Who, we're, we're, we've already talked about Syncope. He's going to have his own show one day anyway. But uh, anyway, man, getting back to the giant Gonzalez. Yes. Not scary. Not scary. No, not at all. What about the Sinister Minister, bro? I like the Sinister Minister. I did minister. too, man. I liked him. I did I too. I liked him a lot. He, yes. he reminded me of that whole Sullivan deal. He did, yeah. Back in Florida. I agree. I loved him with Tajiri. I did, yeah. I loved him with Mikey Whipwreck. I thought it was great. I yeah. thought that that really put Mikey Whipwreck in a whole new... It, it took new, him up a level, yeah, for sure. Did. His stuff in WCW... Fireballs. W- Anybody throws a goddamn fireball... That's man, good shit. You are on my, you are on my list. That's, you are on my that's, side. That's good shit, man. Yeah. It, it never gets old. No. Man. It always works, no. you know. Now, Especially if you could throw a good one. Oh, yeah, like Corny? You Corny, know. Lawler. Lawler was great. Eddie man. Gilbert. Um, God, man. Yeah. I mean, you know, Paul Bear? That, that was another one I thought was scary. You know, yeah. to, I, I like the gimmick, man, you know. I, I didn't think it was that that scary, but it was very entertaining. It was entertaining. It was definitely entertaining. Look, it, Taker was scary. Yes. Paul Bear was very entertaining. And, and, and he worked well with Taker. Yeah. You know, definitely, man. I think anybody can, can definitely go on record saying those two together was priceless, man. Priceless. Not so scary. The Boogeyman. Uh, I, I wonder if I was a kid if I would feel differently. I, I was very entertained by The Boogeyman. 
I don't think he had the oh, definitely entertained, but it was over top silly entertained. Very, for sure. very over. It was top. definitely not Papa Shango. No, uh, it, I, I think, think it was tried. a throwback to the Papa Shango character. Agreed. But it just not. It was a little bit more hokey. But wearing a damn big ass clock up around your neck like <laughs> Flavor Flav. I mean, you know. <laughs> but that's kind of why I liked him though, man. It's like, oh, that's a damn shout out, you know. Uh, it was way over the top. Yeah. I can't help but wonder if I was a kid though how I would feel. I liked the boogeyman. Let, let me go on. I think I, I think liked I would have been. I would have turned away and been like, "This I think is I would, some hokey this, bullshit." This is hokey bullshit, especially when he eats that that what the is worms. That, that? No, the worms were great. Yeah, I like. Yeah, that, that yeah, was the like part that. that actually, hey, you know, holy, <laughs> that's pretty. Yeah, yeah, yeah them that's, real worms. That's crazy shit. Yeah, I yeah. liked it, man. But yeah. no, the the growth on uh, what was her name's face? Oh, Julian, Julian Hall. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's that was silly bullshit. You can tell. I mean, it wasn't. It was definitely coming out of the attitude era. Man, it was definitely transitioning on. out. It wasn't even something that they were trying to hide. It was a fake prosthetic. <laughs> they had a makeup department. They could do anything. They, they got anything. pyro, all this kind of yeah. bullshit. Taker gets lightning. True. Shit gets set on fire. Tank gets fire. Yeah. You can't. You can't fucking. You can't. <laughs> You can't make this goddamn growth on her face look a little more real. <laughs> and he's trying to eat this thing. And it's just a rubber damn thing, man. He's just hokey, chewing man. on it. It's hokey. As it fuck. is bad. It's it is hokey. very, very bad. But but I will say I do want to include him though. I, I want to include him in the list just as far as as being a scary, a quote unquote scary gimmick. I, you, I think know. it's one of those gimmicks that did, just didn't work as scary. They tried, but it just didn't work. I, I think it was definitely hokey, definitely one of the hokier gimmicks. But I I enjoyed it. I, I was entertained by it. Um, you know, like I said, man. As far as was I legitimately scared? No, of course not. Was I entertained? Fuck yeah, man. And I, and I'll say, man, probably one of the last characters that really entertained me to that level. Oh, you know, like I said, I do. I, th- I, throw the, I think the Wyatts would probably be the top. Yeah. For that. But no, I like the boogeyman. All in all, I like the boogeyman. All right, not scary. Black scorpion. <laughs> oh, it was scary. <laughs> it was it was scary. Not not in a uh, not in the way they intended scary. It was. I don't uh, think anything that they intended for whew, this damn thing to happen whew. worked out in either way. Oh, bro, it was one of the. <laughs> I mean. Sting. Do you remember the magic tricks it would do? Like when he Ooh, took, the fucking tiger and uh, yes, or when he turned the guy's head around, wasn't it one of the jobbers? Oh, he Jesus, <laughs> enhancement talent. I don't like to say jobber, dude. Bro, that shit was terrible. That was honest to god, and they, and they put poor Rick under the hood. I, I was actually watching a shoot interview with Rick, and he was like, "Man, with everything," and I'm paraphrasing this obviously, uh-huh. but he says something to the extent of like with everything else, when all else fails. Send in the Nature Boy. Send him in. And, my, and, and hey, brother, once again, putting over Nature Boy Ric Flair yep. like only we can do. He'll did it. He'll he did do it. it. And, he did it. And he actually kind of right. put it over. Yeah. You know, God, who else could have other than Dusty Rhodes? I'm telling you, Dusty Rhodes, Ric Flair, they, they were the doctors. Yep. If something was broke beyond repair, they could fix it. Yep. And once again, Flair. But man, speaking of not scary, oh, Jesus Christ. Ter- terrible. Terrible gimmick. Terrible angle. Just terrible, man. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Papa Shango had to use voodoo yeah. to make the ultimate warrior puke. WCW used the black scorpion to make me puke. That's yeah. all I'm going to yeah. say about yeah. it. Man. Yeah. That shit was terrible, terrible. Doink. Uh, uh, 
here's now here here's the thing. You can't okay. let me, Mike. You can't now let me. here's the thing, where some people find clowns is scary. Yeah, right, right, right. Some people know it doesn't affect doesn't affect me at me, all. Nah, so nah. it didn't strike me as scary. But to me some neither. people, this angle was scary. Right, yeah. right. Because it was a clown. It was an evil clown. It's an evil clown. Yeah, and, and then you put some of the deeps in there, which <laughs> people deep. people have phobias against not only clowns but some little people, little people, little people, you know, and you, know. <laughs> you just got to double up on it. it. To me, not scary. To a lot of other people, definitely scary. scary. Oh, you know, man, I have mixed feelings with Doink. You know, I see it. I get it. Yeah. I, I get where they were going. All right. Uh, I'm like you, Mike. Clowns have never scared me. I don't have a phobia. Not, not even remotely close to having a phobia of clowns. Uh, but I can see, I do know a lot of people that do, and I can absolutely see what they were going for. All right. To me, man, Doink will always be one of those gimmicks that I was like, this is bullshit this is hokey uh i always thought matt Bourne was a good worker yep. you know and i think he put it over i think he absolutely put doink over but to me i always considered wwf to be a circus so when right. they brought in doink i yeah. was like well there it is yeah, man. yeah that's perfect part of me i actually even felt a little insulted it's like well now we're just gonna be in your face with it you know why there not just have the fucking you know carnies running the goddamn yeah. ferris wheel yeah. and open the match yeah i mean where's the buried lady yeah i mean really you know why not yeah. well you know, speaking of bearded ladies, let's talk about Linda Vachon for a minute, bro. She have a beard? No, but she should have. <laughs> <laughs> I would say it was, my, it was my best way to segue. Uh, I thought she was scary, dude. Here's the thing, and, and here's a good tie-in for Sullivan in Florida. You know, she was actually in that that whole Kevin Sullivan. Um, I guess you would call it a family, right? Right. The, the you know with the Army of Darkness. Um, she was actually in on that right. uh, as Locke, and she would later go on, you know, to uh, make a name for herself right. as Luna Vachon. Right. Uh, definitely scary, man. She, I thought so. Yeah. And you know what? I always said about thought about Luna, even though I thought she, she can was, beat the hell out of me. Anybody, man. And I'm gonna be honest with you, and I'm just gonna put it on record here. I don't give a shit. I thought she was kind of sexy in a way. Really? To be honest with you, not not in the traditional sense. All right. But there was something about her that I was like, she's attractive, but she's scary okay. as shit. And if we want to speak about scary ladies in wrestling, scary Sherry, bro. Scary Sherry. Got to bring her up, well, man. See, Gotta scary bring her Sherry up. was a little more my speed. Now she, uh, yeah, yeah, scary, uh, scary uh, Sherry. Thought, thought, thought Luna was was sexy. And, to know, a degree. We've all got our problems. That's <laughs> <but. laughs> <a> P.O. Box. <laughs> <laughs> Sherry Martell. Holy moly. I, she was... A legend, bro. The older she got, the hotter. The hotter she, she got. Did. She did, man. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah. She was hot. I mean, I, can, I saw work. it. She oh, could work. Oh, jeez, dude. She's a legend, She's incredible. man. Sherry Martell, one hundred percent. Yeah. Cause this, she was not scared. That was just her nickname, you know. Cause mm-hmm. she was not scary. I mean, she was. Well, she's screaming out. Oh you know. yeah, oh yeah, man. I mean, yeah, and she'd go with the guys, and she, oh, she could, man. She was. Yeah. You can't put her over enough, man. As yeah. far as women's wrestling, dude, I won't even say women's wrestling. As far as wrestlers, yes, just in general, yeah, she's up there, man. Yeah. She's legendary. Yeah. You know? Well, my brother. Oh, hold on. We got, okay. Right. We got plenty oh, more. We still, got... <laughs> we still, we we we're going. This well, is we you... we may run out of time or. Run over, but no. We, we can go long. We can go we, long, brother. We can go long on this one. We got the top gobble trying hooked up, brother. We can go as long as you want. <laughs> Isaac Yankum. Oh, Jesus. 
not not scary. scary. Not, not scary. scary. <laughs> okay, and I understand that there's still this phobia. Uh, yeah, yeah. Against dentists. And he has some fucked up scary. teeth. Yeah. <laughs> I always like that. You to know. me, it's not scary. No, it was not hokey, scary man. at all. Well, dude, it was part of that that time where everybody had to have an occupation. Other than just being a wrestler. Yeah. You either had to be a dentist, a, dentist, uh, a, a fucking uh, a, garbage man, a garbage man, a repo man. Yep. Hell, hey, dude, let's be honest, man. If you're going to talk about the scariest people in real life, <laughs> the fucking repo man ought to be the top. Oh, yeah. He, he ought to be the top. That's how much come get your shit. Let, let, let me, let me, well, let's look at this damn thing right quick. And pull up, pull up a picture of a repo man from WWF, if you would, Pudsworth. But let's talk about it. And you're right. I mean, you're always looking out. You're always a little scared when the repo <laughs> man comes around. That shit's scary for yeah. real, for real. But this motherfucker look right here. He looks like the, the hamburger from looks, McDonald's. He looks like the hamburger. It looks like a robble robble. God damn it. We're looking at a picture of the robble, repo robble. man. I have never seen a repo man with a damn... <laughs> with a mask. With like, a Lone like, Ranger mask on. <laughs> like the raccoon mask, pretty much, man. Uh, a gray, a gray overcoat, yeah. with fucking tire treads yeah. on the shoulders, hey, he and, and a hook, and a hook to come tow your shit. Yeah, <laughs> he looks like he just should be holding money bags too. Well, yeah, for real, man, or hamburger, or hamburger yeah. bags, yeah. or golf clubs. You know, because Barry Darso went on to become the golfer oh, in WCW, bro. Now that was oh. scary. Mr. Holy One. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. He was best as a Russian, man. Let's just be honest with you. Well, let's, or, let's just put it out or, there. Or Demolition. Yeah. Demolition was scary. Yeah, you Demolition can say that. Scary, I didn't. Man. I didn't think they were as scary as the Warriors. I didn't think they were even sure. compared to the Warriors. You know? I <laughs> let's mean, just call it what it is, Yeah, okay. Man. They were made Pop that. Road Warriors. Yeah, they, they were. were. They were. They were, man, but they put it over. If they were blowing mist, they'd be blowing blue mist. They'd be blue because they put your ass to sleep. No, All right. <laughs> Hey, I did like Demolition. I did, and I think they worked some great matches, man. But they they you were know, the scariest when, is when they they came out uh, their, their some of their first matches. You know they you know they had outfits similar to the the uh, Road Warriors oh, yeah. as far as that. But some of their early outfits looked straight S and S and M. Yeah, that was scary, especially with the spike mask and shit like that. I yeah. thought that was creepy as shit, yeah. dude. I really did, man. Oh yeah, it, it definitely. Well, had just a... some of the cod pieces and, yeah. and stuff like that. That was scary to me. Yeah, that was like for real scary. Yeah. Once again, man, like legit, you know. Right. But yeah, man, you know, I think we all definitely ought to put demolition in there. I mean, yeah. they they were there. Yeah. You know, like I said, I think we all know they were May Pop. You know. Oh yeah, for sure. Warriors, for sure. <laughs> but uh, but hey, man, they did work it. That's it. They, they did work it, you know. But one of my top things right now I want to talk about and that not so scary gimmick deal involves somebody that that was in a scary gimmick but for some reason this let's call them this group this army just did not live up to anything that should have been. Are you talking about the Dungeon of Doom? I am bro. talking about the damn Dungeon of Doom. <laughs> oh, fuck. Where do we begin? Alright, let's begin with all the members. <laughs> oh, shit, man. Are we going to talk about the Yeti? <laughs> Got to Oh, talk. yeah. <laughs> or what about Arachna Man? <laughs> Jesus. Dude, okay, talk about not scary wrestlers. Okay, let's talk about... Okay, it let's was talk scary. about Kevin Sullivan, Taskmaster, in that, in that role. Okay. He's still this Kevin Sullivan we all know and love. Yes, yes. Perfect to be the, right. the leader. Just not quite the Florida no. demented Kevin Sullivan. Right, right. It's more he's family out, now. He's out, he's out to take out, he's here to take out Hulkamania. Right, right. Which, I mean, 
which is all that's good in this world. You know, it, it right. represents the man yeah. upstairs, you yeah. know, America. You yeah. Know, yeah. Okay. Uh, we're talking mid nineties here. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, that, that that shit's kind of played out. It's going out the door. It's uh, quickly. Yeah. At this point, very quickly. All right. Whereas WWF is doing Papa Shango shit, stuff like that. Right. We're doing. Uh, we're doing the the Yeti, the Yeti, <laughs> the uh, let's see what, what was the shark, shark attack, shark attack, uh, the Zodiac Man. Remember the Zodiac Man? Okay. Also known as Bruce Lee. Oh my God! Yes, no, yes, <laughs> yes, no. no, yes, no, yes, no, yes, no. God damn. Uh, <laughs> this is great. I mean, the faces of fear were awesome. I mean, that was. Oh more, yeah. I mean, they that they were farming. That was the great part. Barbara Ming was, was the highlight. The highlight, absolutely. Man. You had uh, One Man Gang coming back in there. Which I always thought One Man Gang had a little I bit always, of scariness to him. I always you loved know? Gang. Me but, too. You know, this is definitely after even his uh, uh, run WWF as Akeem. Akeem, the, the African, African Dream. Dream. Yes. Executively. Not scary. Executively. <laughs> yeah. Kamala's back. Kamala was the shit. And, and dude. Kamala, but Kamala, at this time, Kamala yeah. lost a lot of Bell his. Hill. His magic. Yeah, yeah. His steam, the steam was running out of the engine at this point. Um, the giant. Hey, man, we didn't even bring up the big show. Jo- you know, Paul White. The yeah. Giant. yeah. I never thought he was that scary. Not, Especially not, in this group. No. And even with his size, man, he just never came across as... Really, the big show should be the scariest human being on the planet. And All he's right. just not. Yeah. For, for whatever reason. Yeah. Um, a couple of ways. I'm, I'm curious about... I, I, Barely remember Loch Ness. I don't remember that. I don't remember that one. Right, pull up Loch Ness for me, if you would, Pudsworth. <laughs> I don't remember I just got to look at this Loch Ness. Uh, the, so I, I'm thinking about, you know, something that just came out of the lake. And, that's what know, I'm thinking, like man. Whatever came out of lo- <laughs> Lake Norman. <laughs> fucking crustacean era. <laughs> <laughs> the cr- crustacean asking, man. <laughs> asking for th- 350. <laughs> the 350 splash. <laughs> I said, get away from here, Loch Ness Monster. Loch Ness Monster. But, uh, man, you got... <laughs> Jesus. Let's look at John Haystacks. I don't remember that guy, man. That's not the Loch Ness, man. Let's pull this up. John Haystacks. That's okay. Funny. Okay, he beats uh, up Loch Ness. John Haystacks. The giant beat... Okay, so... Okay. John so. Haystacks was Loch Ness. I don't remember that, man. Hmm. All okay. right, what else was on there? Um... Who else was in that group? Um, Luger, Ronda Luger, Luger was part of the group for a little while. I don't remember yeah. that, man. That must have been kind of when I, I was think. getting a little out of WCW. Conan? Yeah. When he, when he was old Conan, when right. he still had kind of yeah. like that weird suit and everything. Yeah. Almost like a John Gonzalez type right, right. suit at one point. I remember Big that. Rogers. Big Bubba Big was in it. Yeah, yeah Ray Trader, God yeah. rest his soul, man, Max the late great. Who the hell was Max I kind of vaguely remember it. He he was a jacked up fucking muscle guy. Yeah, it makes sense. Pull up know. a picture of him if you would. Now, I will say this much. Okay, he's a big yeah, he's a big guy. Yeah. I will say that. But uh, yeah, I don't remember Max Muscle. But man, has there ever been a more cliche wrestling name though than Max Muscle? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! <Body> Max. <laughs> <laughs> Who else is in that group? Uh, Luger Giant Ming. Braun the Leprechaun. Braun the, the Leprechaun. Leprechaun. I don't remember him. I don't him. remember that shit, dude. Braun I wish the I did. Leprechaun. Goddamn. There was a Leprechaun and I missed that shit. Holy shit, man. There was. 
He was brought. Yeah, uh, Sergeant Buddy Lee Parker. Parker. That's the Sarge. That's the Sarge. <laughs> Buddy Sarge Lee Parker was a leprechaun. leprechaun. He was kind of short, but goddamn, I didn't think he was leprechaun short. God damn. <laughs> <laughs> I, this must have been later on. I decided to turn this down. Yeah, ass shit. I was going to say, man, there was a period of WCW that I just didn't watch. Right. It, re- it started with the Ding Dongs. I remember watching the Ding Dongs on the There's a lot of Ding Dongs ding- in, oh, bro. in the company. <laughs> <laughs> Most of my fuckers behind the scenes. That <laughs> yeah. was the problem, yeah. you know. But you know, Mike, I just remember one that we haven't done. Going back into the, into the scary wrestlers, King Kong Bundy. Bundy was scary. I thought scary. Bundy was scary yeah. shit back yeah. in the day, man. Him and John Studd. Both were yeah. scary yeah. guys, man. Uh, King Kong, to me, was a little scarier because when I first started watching wrestling, I think we've talked about this in the past, was around about the time of WrestleMania too. Right, and I was getting into Hogan, and yeah. King Kong Bundy just broke Hogan's ribs. I mean, it was like all seeing, right, right. it was like seeing Batman getting his back broke by yeah. Bane. You know, is how it was to me. Except this was real. Yeah, you, you know. Yeah. So oh yeah. I got, I got to, you know. So I got to put King Kong in that list too, brother. You know, King Kong was up there, man. For, for sure. Real, for real. Let's but, see, George Steele. Yeah, dude. Yeah, especially in the old days. Yeah. You know, before he went baby. Yeah. He, you know, I think we talked about him a little earlier, dude. But just to kind of go to a throwback was Freddie Blassie. Oh yeah. Man, I was going back and I was watching some of his stuff. Or excuse me, I was like reading up on some of his stuff and you know uh, just kind of getting uh, my, you know, some history lessons on Classy Freddie. Bro, man, any man that would take a file oh. and file his teeth down. That's commitment, dude. That's next level, brother. That's next level. But yeah, man. I mean, you, you, we got We got to include him as well. Mad Dog was Sean Luna's father. Yes, that was another, and that's one of those original ones too, right. man. That was you know just back from the day. That, that you know we don't really think about those classic guys as much. But damn, man, they were in. the Sheik. Yeah, the Sheik was one. The original Sheik. The original Sheik. Yeah, yeah man. I mean, dude, the lit. Oh God, man. We, we, oh, I can already call it now, Mike. We're gonna have another a great fu- fire thrower. Another one. Another great fire thrower. And brother, I'm just gonna call it right now. This is gonna be Scary Wrestlers Volume One. Yeah, because I mean, there's I some. Know, oh, I geez. know we're gonna miss a ton. A ton, man. Yes. But yeah, you know, if, if you, everybody, if you remember one that we've forgotten, or if you want to talk about one that we forgot, just comment on on the uh, YouTube uh, on, on our uh, link for this video and just you know we'll tell us it. tell us about your your picks. Hey, Matt, I'll take it a step further. Help us get to that hundred subscriber on YouTube, <laughs> and you can put that on the hundred show hey, on the show for it, that'd man. That'd be great. Don't even talk about it, man. Let's let's hear you. Yes, you know, but we can't do it till we get to that hundred. Gotta get that little plug in there, brother. You know Absolutely, what I'm saying? Gotta man. get that plug going on. Get us but, there. Yeah, man. Yeah. We're we're close. We're getting closer we're close. and closer. Just you know, get us over the top there and we're gonna do some great stuff. Yeah, man, because we're over forty now. We're yeah. over forty. Last time yes. we talked about it, we were at twenty eight. Yes. Now we're up to forty one. Yes. So man, we're getting there. But you know, Mike, I tell you what, brother, I know we're kinda getting toward the end here, so let me ask you. Do you have a top three? Top three, scariest wrestlers. Yes, sir. Of all time. All time, man. Your top three. If you, I, and I know, man, just like Brian Stover earlier, it's hard right. to give us just three. It is. You know, Brian snuck him an extra two in there, man. Yeah. I love I that, think, by the way. I That's think, awesome. I, I think we're all going to have a lot of uh, a lot of the same ones. Yes, man, yes. Um, I'd have to say Kevin Sullivan. Absolutely. For sure, sure. because those those images of, of Kevin Sullivan and Army of Darkness, just they... They will always be in bed in my mind, especially with the Golden Spike stuff, oh, Maniac Mark Lewin, God, that was so good. the 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 lock, everybody. It was just it was incredible. Mah, Maha Singh, um, oh, dude. Uh, King Curtis, 
Oh, oh I man. forgot about King Curtis, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah dude. He was, that, in, he was also in man. that in that uh, Dungeon of Doom. Yeah, man. Um, yes. Abdullah. Uh, this one would be a tie between, I would say, Abdullah and the Assassin number one. Okay. Are you, oh, good, good call, man. Yeah. Because Abdullah was just damn scary, um, and he was a butcher. I mean, he, he was just Look. gonna carve, carve the good guys up, man. He and and he ate everybody. raw chicken. Do you remember that shit? <laughs> he would eat raw chicken, man. Chicken. How are you not supposed to think this man is a monster? That's only because they wouldn't let him eat a live one. <laughs> No, I, I'll make no mistake, man. If he could have ate a live chicken on TV, oh, you better believe it. Oh, dude, feathers and blood feathers all day long, man. Snap his neck, but, and just boom. Oh, good to go, good to go. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anybody here in PETA can <laughs> write to me at Mike Payne PO PO box. box. <laughs> yeah. But the assassin number one, I believed anything he he would say, right? And he was going to hurt you. It is the real deal. He man. was it. Yeah, every th- every word he said was scary. It was meaningful. It was mean. Yes. Uh, and I would say the third would be Brock Lesnar. Brock, really, just man? Because really. he's just natural, scary. Because man, if you ran into him yeah. in, in a dark alleyway, yeah, you're you're fucked. Yeah. I mean, you're fucked. Yeah. Man. I mean, you know, I'd rather damn near run into Freddy Krueger. Yeah. Because they'd probably be quicker. Yeah. You know, just to be honest with you. Right. Well, this is a man that has everything from NCAA. Oh yeah. Uh, UFC. wrestling to UFC, UFC. and just and, and dominated it all yeah it's dominated everything yeah. the man does. man god bless Brock man yeah. you, you know love him or hate him if you don't respect him then something's right. wrong with you because yeah. you cannot not respect that exactly you know? well man I got three myself before I get my three I have one honorable mention is Ole Anderson right Ole barely yeah. misses now yeah. I've always said I always thought Barry was a better horse we're going to do a horseman right. episode coming up we're going to do a horseman episode so I don't want to get too deep into it I've always said, oh, but by far, that Oli was the scariest horseman ever. Do I think he was the best fourth one? Not necessarily. I think Barry was the best one. But we'll get into that. That's a whole okay. episode. You know, I don't want to get too far ahead. But i got to put Oli at least as a normal mention because everything he said, like you were talking about the assassin, same thing with yeah. Oli, dude. I believed every, every freaking word. Yeah. So my top three, man. Number three, got to go with Captain Redneck Dick Murdoch right. because he legitimately scared the shit out of me. Yeah. Dude, he scarred me. When he looked at me that night, he scarred my soul, brother, because he looked deep into my eyes. He looked beyond my eyes. He looked to my soul, and he left a mark. Yeah. At 43 years old, speaking of marks, yeah. you know, on this yeah, mark, exactly. he left a mark. You yeah. know, uh, So he's my number three, dude. My number two is Andre the Giant. Oh, wow. yeah. uh, when Andre went heel and went against Hogan, I was legitimately like... That was a threat. That was a threat. That was a real-life threat, and nobody was scarier in this on this planet to me at that time. Yeah. He, he, he was real, man. I mean, yeah. he, he was the real, honest-to-God monster. He's a pissed-off giant, yeah. and he will eat you. I mean, really. I mean, oh, yeah. I mean yeah. really, you know. And my number one, man, will always be Nikita Koloff. Right. Just 100%. Okay. The Russian nightmare. He went against everything. You know, man, was us being '80s babies. Yeah. You know, we grew up with that patriotism. We grew up with that Reagan, Reagan yeah. era. You know, and this was the absolute opposite of that. And he was big. He was mean. And he had the capability to handle business. Man. Yeah. And when he took that belt for Magnum, that was a shot. Yeah. He, that was a shot on America. Yeah. And I was legitimately, honest to God, terrified yeah. of Nikita Koloff. Yeah. I only saw him one time in, in person. He was a baby at this point, so I wasn't. So now I like Nikita. I love Nikita when he went baby and him and Dusty joined forces. So I never got to see, du- I mean, uh, Nikita live as a bad guy. Right. 
But I just know if I would have, man, that it would have scared me to death. Yeah, you know? yeah. Because, man, he scared me to death every freaking Saturday. Every freaking weekend, man, Nikita Koloff put the fear of God in me. And made me pray to Ronald Reagan. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. Mean, really, man. Yeah. I'm like, please, Ronald, please, bring down the wall, man, because I can't have Nikita Koloff taking me to Chernobyl. Right. Because I like my hair. Yeah. And I don't want to lose it. Exactly. <laughs> hey, Puzzler, you got a top three, brother? Putting you on the spot, uh, man. I'll just go into detail. Just said the yeah, top just three. Yeah, yeah, Coven was one. Adil is two. Right. And the great Kabuki was three. Kabuki, man. Okay. Cool. He was the only mask. I was like, whoa, that's, that's pretty cool. It is cool. Yeah, man. I mean, that's, that's a solid scary. list, yeah. man. You know, once once yeah. again, you know, the Pudsworth list goes right. in, in line with our list and also with Brian's yeah. list from earlier. So. Right. Man, I think uh, I think that's a good list, man. That's a good top three. I think we all have some good top three. Yeah. You know, I think and, Brian and had he, some great top five. You know. And, and how can you not agree with the man? You know, dressed up in a tuxedo right oh, that's now. That's what I'm saying. Exactly. I know y'all can't see this, but Pudsworth is is fucking on it, man. I yeah. mean, this man is in straight up tux. Tails. Is, oh, we're all audio. You, you can't see it. You just you gotta take our word for you it. You didn't have to go. All, you might as well have been, you know, put makeup on and look like Kiss. Yeah, I mean, you know, like radio, we do. For like, the radio. Like, like me and Mikey do. All right, all right. I mean, we're actually Gene and Ace right now. Yeah. You know, but. Speaking of, there's <laughs> oh, another the one. The, the demon. demon. Oh, that was scary. The demon. <laughs> that was scary. Actually, brother, I think we ought to go ahead and start wrapping it up. <laughs> <laughs> And on that note. <laughs> on that note, well, brothers, I had a great one today, man. I think we have covered some good ground. Very Once spooky. Again, very, very spooky. Um yes very and that's not just a Pudsworth that's just in general <laughs> and I once again Pudsworth thank you brother you pre- we thank appreciate you. it man no problem thank you sir well my brother you got anything you'd like to say before we uh, start wrapping her up no that's about it man I, I think we've covered a good bit but if you've got any more just let us know yeah you bring know, it to put us put it man. out there yeah we want to keep on going with it and uh, once again we appreciate you guys out there listening and um, I guess until next week y'all have a good one and not only that, David, I understand we're right at the end of our program. No, we have got to go. This has been a great event. There's some people out there that hate us for this. <laughs>